are you gonna get jammed? There's Titans outside. You can't go out and collect jam. Nah, man. I'm gonna have some jams out of plants that I like make outside my house. Dude, you have a better shot at shitting out like shit and making that look like jam and, and selling that to people. And I rub it on the building? I rub it yeah. on the bread? Alright, we're moving on. <laughs> oh man, speaking of like disgusting jam, have you guys ever had minced meat? To the Boys Who Shit concert. We have an exciting playlist in store for you tonight. First, let me introduce you to the first Boys Who Shit member, the best singer in all Wyoming, Lance. Yeah. Who oh, does like 10 people in Wyoming? He is the best of them. Next up, the other third of our group, the best dancer in all of Panda Express. Kai. Uh, you take a shit? Rub it on the building? <laughs> I take a shit? Rub it on your building? Panda Express, and anybody? <laughs> and I'm the leader of BWS, Peter. And welcome to our concert. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. So Yay. proud of ourselves today. Our, our, <laughs> our boy band. Our boy band. But uh, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the We Power Hour. Uh, this is a show where we talk about uh, latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Um, this is episode 27. So we are basically two seasons down and we are revving, like coming back and revving up for another season of uh, We Power Hour goodness um i don't have any latest news coming out for we power hours so uh let's just head right into the latest news for the week uh, a lot happened this week so uh bear with me as we try to like get through uh, a lot of this uh first up in anime news Ren a girlfriend anime season two is set to premiere in 2022 uh if you don't know what Ren a girlfriend is it was a very highly anticipated uh rom-com uh what was it last year 20 2020 yeah yeah god it feels forever since 2020 happened but <laughs> um but yes so um if you don't know it's basically uh kinoshita kazuya he's a 20 year old failure of a college student uh and he managed to get one girlfriend uh, but he was dumped a month later. So he decided to hire a girlfriend. And that girlfriend was uh, Mizuhara Chizuru. And as every rom-com goes, uh, that is your hook. And then it just goes into a whirlwind of uh, hijinks of Sue with uh, pretty much the basics of the basics of rom-com uh, tropes. So, uh, but yeah, so... Very happy to see that. And I think the manga is still going very strong as well. Uh, I don't think it's ending anytime soon. There's no news going on that. Going strong so. is a very um, generous word for the manga. But it is definitely going. It's still going. It's like and people, going love, and going. people love this. So, And the girls are very popular. Even the girls uh, are good. The, the very like bad one was uh, Nami. Mommy, yeah, I, like even worst girl is still like best girl in a lot of people's eyes. So, uh, please yeah, uh, look up something. for that. Yeah, tell me about it. Hate that fucking girl. 
and then in manga news, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen um, has announced that uh, the manga has already uh, figured out the ending uh, for their story, and it will end in two years. So, uh, uh, Akutami Geji Jige, I can't fucking uh, read. Uh, <laughs> he already determined what the ending would be for uh, Yuji and Megumi. Uh, he's still trying to figure out what Sukuna's ending Akutami would be. Akutami Gege. Gege. Uh, that's, I don't like that name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he would figure out the ending uh, for two of the main characters. And then obviously the antagonist, he's still trying to figure that out. But uh, what do you guys think? In two years, Jujutsu Kaisen uh, manga is already about to uh, close up shop. Well, I'm not sure where we're at as far as um, the anime ratio to how much manga chapters are out um i think only like the first 40 from what i i think looked around on reddit so yeah. barely like the first like five or six volumes you know, how many ex- volumes are there i think there are like a hundred ten hundred twelve <laughs> chapters so was that like bigger like 10 12 volumes oh, okay, okay something like that right yeah so i think it from what it sounds like it's probably going to end around like the same like amount of length as like Demon Slayer. Then Demon Slayer was like almost pushing twenty. So, but I don't know. I I feel like these shonen ones are very like their understanding now is just like, hey, let's not run our story into the ground for like a thousand <laughs> years. Like if like we should end <laughs> it to end it, you know, like yeah. Promise Neverland, Demon Slayer, and like a whole bunch of other ones. They they just like you know what. We tell the story and we're not going to prolong it. We don't have uh, uh, that staying power. We're definitely not going to milk it either. So, I mean, that's what the spinoff babies are for, right? You just make think Jujutsu Kaisen is going to get another Jujutsu Kaisen the next generation if you want to like the series. I don't know. I'm not I'm a big fan of that, but I guess I guess if you have something good, it's worth it. No, like I think the Seven that. Deadly Sins is worth because I've heard like the sequel to that one is actually like he, he the the guy who made Seven Deadly Sins pulled like a One Piece where it's like oh the manga for Seven Deadly Sins is just like a, a prologue and now we're actually getting into the real story so like his sequel is like <laughs> actually getting into what's supposed to this world's supposed to be but yeah moving on to gaming news yes we do play games uh, on our free time we don't get a lot of free time. What? Uh, but we do play games. Um, <laughs> if you guys uh, didn't already see, I'm pretty sure you guys are very privy with this news. Uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes are coming out uh, later this year. I believe it's like really late into the year. Um, and then Pokemon Legends Arceus, this like new action RPG uh, that's set in time like right before the Pokedex is made, uh, is set to release in early 2022. And then in uh, other gaming news: Final Fantasy VII remake uh, is getting like its next uh, story, next chapter of its uh, grand remake, uh, which uh, stars Yuffie. And from what I heard from Kai, uh, this is all new content, right? That's me. Yeah. You want to? Do you want to <laughs> explain your your Final Fantasy VII like what the Yuffie chapter is about? Isn't well. See, I think it's just like uh, things that are happening concurrently as like the original 
like as the new Final Fantasy VII stuff's happening, and since the new remake Final Fantasy VII just isn't the original canon anymore, I guess they're just making shit up as we go and just right. milking the shit out of it. And I love it, dude. Milk it more, dude. Give me more content. <laughs> Like, because like the guy that she was with the the, the ninja guy he's new character yeah, right and the character. Girl, glasses girl yeah, everyone new she's with well. is new right yeah so, so i think i like yeah. what you said like your theory was like it's kind of like a 1.5 kind of yeah. thing is like an in between chapters one and two like uh and i feel like yeah that probably makes a lot of sense because she's still it still looks like she the events that happen in the uh, uh, part one is uh, happening in her her trailer uh, yeah. as she's like doing her thing so it's great because like in the original game you just find her in like uh the big world you just have to like randomly run into her really it, yeah it's kind of terrible because you know you have you don't really run into her you instead run into like other monsters <laughs> and you're like, oh. pretty much yeah. i just want this cute little ninja girl damn it I'm interested to see um, how she integrates in the story because, okay, well, I mean, spoilers for uh, people who have never played Final Fantasy VII are looking forward to uh, episode two of the series. But for Yuffie, um, she's all by herself. She doesn't really have any friends, right? So uh-huh. I'm curious, like, where these guys fit in into, like, the evolving story or if we're going to have, like, a, you know, like how these kind of prequels, they're not really prequels, but, like, in-between episodes usually go is like the one character who is canon to the story is the one who makes it out alive yeah for sure yeah. it's probably yeah. one of those things where like yes the the people she's with will like they'll sacrifice themselves for her and, and then somehow she's gonna run into the crew oncoming story I'm, i'll be surprised if um moving forward these guys are mainstays and like continue to be involved in the you know the main story how how important is Yuffie to the group? Is she really, Not important? really important? Not really. You, you can you can skip her. Literally skip her. Yeah, she's one, oh. she's one of the few optional party members. Yeah. Oh, okay, then yeah, she's pretty much done after this point five. Then <laughs> yeah, because she seems like a fan favorite. I I, I remember like she, people she were has like, like yeah, because she's dying a little Yuffie. girl. Yeah, she's and, cute. You know, general likes little girls. You know, but and ninja little girls. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, what do you guys think about the Pokemon news? Are you guys excited for uh, Diamond Pro Remix and uh, Pokemon right, Arceus? Right. Let, let me rephrase that question for you. I'm pretty sure everyone who listens to this and know about this. What is everyone? What do, what does everyone think about the Chibi, the the Sinnoh Chibi people? Oh, like 99% people hate it. Okay, well, what do you think? What do you guys think about it? I'm oh, one of the 95%. It. <laughs> uh, there it is. See? It's there pretty, you go. It's pretty lame. <laughs> No, I, I only like, like uh, I like Don's TV. I don't like the boys' TV, Lucas. Uh, but Don is adorable. But I don't know. Uh, like, how about the art? Like, not not the characters, but like, uh, you know, like the whole overworld. I mean, yeah, it's, I lo- it's not as Link's Awakening because like Link's Awakening really looks like it's plastic dolls, you know? Yeah. Exactly. But this is like um, it looks more like. It seems like a cop-off version of Link's Awakening. Like, yeah, they like, started making it, and then they realized, like, oh, we people might hate it, but they were like, no, no, we got to release it, like, by the end of the year. Like, just just stop working on it. And then they just kind of left it alone and See, just, like, like, made it I shiny. don't mind it. Like, I don't know I don't if you guys remember. 
I don't know if you guys remember, but when like Diamond and like Pearl came out, it was like one of the first. It was the first games that had 3D buildings. Yeah, it was. Right? It was yeah. like like the first like 2.5 5D like Pokemon games where like right? it had three and it had two. Yeah, and like when you look at these buildings, like it looks like it. It's just modernized and. I don't know. People are giving it shit, but I think it's just ninety-nine people giving you shit. So. Yeah, basically. I all all I care about is the the quality of life. Like, as long as like one post game is really good, like in uh, okay, older yeah. games, and then mm-hmm. like just quality of life changes, just making sure that like it's like very easy, accessible, and it's fun to play, and it doesn't yeah. feel like a drag, like Sun and Moon kind of uh-huh. thing. So, but like Diamond and Pearl was like that generation came out with like the biggest change that i felt like is still prevalent to this day and it's the yeah. physical and special split yeah that, yeah I feel that, like that meta really changed the everything the amount yeah. of legendaries there was in the game exactly the storyline was badass uh was cool. the, the 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 evil team is eh, it's okay i'm kind of whatever with team galactic but uh but, but yeah the storyline's like, cool and the champion is badass the whole for me like the legendaries man i'm excited to like revisit all the legendaries and all the different parts you know yeah and there was um like destiny island if you have like the special tickets and shit get the mm-hmm. you know, yeah yeah i'm cool. pretty sure they'll add that in now it won't be yeah. like a special event kind of right bullshit where i gotta I'm go excited. to like a toys r us and like glendale and just be like oh i gotta <laughs> wait in line for all these motherfuckers to get their deoxys first like so. uh, i'm i'm personally so hyped about it because the last like i have even though i haven't played the most recent one it's because it just looks it just doesn't look good to me mm. see that's a, that's the thing i i feel like people are complaining about how it looks because pokemon arceus also trailer came the trailer also came out for that game yeah. and it looks like what i expected the remake to be you know what i mean like yeah. you already have pokemon sword right. and shield and it kind of looked like this is the new age of this of pokemon switch games and it's like now you made it look better in pokemon arceus but then you don't want that in your remake so it's like kind of like you know you kind of drop the ball there by showing people that you could do it the way people wanted it and then you just went bam i got this for you instead motherfucker <laughs> so uh, but what do you guys think about the other game, Pokemon Arceus? Are you guys excited for that game as well? I mean, it looks like a entirely different beast. I I almost feel like this is kind of like the like the Pokemon Gale of Darkness sort of game, like the like the spinoff. Yep. For this current generation. Yep. And it's definitely, definitely trying like, to. It's got thing. gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. I I hope it's. I don't want to say it has to be dark, but yeah, I just hope it's kind of more adult theme where it's just kind of like it's not just about like oh get pokemon get badges become champion i f- I really hope there's like an actual like storyline so like like you said coliseum or gay or darkness i think people love that games because like well you know the kids that play pokemon as kids they're growing up and they want to see more darkness and like chibio yeah. and fucking like they're like the flame master and shit like that so just to see like yeah darkness coliseum kind of take that like darker approach uh i know those are fan favorites i mean people still hope for remakes of those two or at least a, a, a third 
uh, installment of that series. So yeah, well, I'm, I know that uh, it's not like a direct, like directly based off of that concept, like Gale of Darkness and whatnot. Um, but what I'm saying is like you know, it's a it's a different take on the different usual take. formula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so. It almost seems like like they had two ideas for uh, this Gen Four remake. So then they they like cut it in half. They took a little bit for um, Legends Arceus, and yeah. then they you know they kept like um, like the actual remake, but then just uh, kept it very simple. So I think it's very interesting what they tried to do with uh, for this Gen Four remake event. Yeah, uh, it's very different than what I, they yeah. usually do. I wonder how the story is going to set up in Arceus because like. This is like Sinnoh before you know Sinnoh in Diamond and Pearl. So like does the events and happening there like make you think differently in the remix? See, I'm I'm like really excited, um, but I, I have like super high expectations about this game because the trailer makes it look like it, the trailer is pretty shitty in my opinion. Well, yeah, it's bare so bones. Much. Yeah. yeah, it's really bare bones. Like Breath of the Wild still looks better than that trailer. Oh, absolutely. And Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. was like three years ago now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, if this game isn't as good as Breath of the Wild, is if, if it's only good as Breath of the Wild, I think it's a failure. And it needs to be better. I don't know, dude. This is Game Freak we're talking about here. I think just getting to Breath of the Wild level is already like a monumental task alone. I don't like want to say Game Freak sets the bar low for themselves. But, but they do. I don't expect them to push the envelope like that. I think that just having a game that is based off of Breath of the Wild, like Peter just said, is itself in their eyes an accomplishment. Yeah. And I guess so. Sometimes they forget the bar. So, like when they when they come out with like ideas it's like are you are you trying or like what what is going on because like i we talked about this when we watched the trailer like uh pokemon diamond and pearl remakes are like made by another company right mm-hmm. and like pokemon snap is made by like another company and like yeah why do i have a feeling that those games are gonna kill it and then it's just gonna add more fuel to the fire to like how little care game freak has uh you know for probably one of the best ips in the world so yeah like it's it's crazy to think that way so so another thing i want to add on about the arceus arceus game is that <laughs> like it's set in like you know olden times uh, but not too old not too old but olden times you know right so yes. i'm pretty sure we're gonna see the same towns like yes, just found. like pre-development. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, and all the same locations. So That's I what I'm excited like, about. You know, yeah. we're gonna like the original remake uh, comes out first, and like th- this Christmas or whatever, right? And then yes. the next game is gonna come out like spring or like summer, and then we're gonna probably be like, like oh, April. Hey, yeah. You know, we were walking right here. Oh, hey, it's the same fucking ledge. Yeah, the ledge that I had to go around. It's like right there. Yeah, like game, um, you know. Like the the statue, the like the uh, uh, Diago Palkia statue in like yeah, a, yeah, it was yeah. like town three or four. Like that yeah. statue, that spot is going to be empty 
in in Arceus, right? And <laughs> yeah. then like you'd be like, wow, this space looks kind of familiar. And then like you know, you go back into like the remakes, you're like, holy shit, Palkia went on a fucking tear here and just started doing space time shit, and then they made a fucking statue here. Like, I that's why I'm like. I hope the stories are connected in some way, yeah, shape, or form. Right, yeah. right. You That's know? the best thing they could do for this this game is to, to really expand the lore of exactly. the Sinnoh region. Yeah. Because they said themselves that the, the remakes for Diamond and Pearl are faithful remakes. So to me, it sounds like they're not going to add extra storyline or you know extra fluff or anything. They're just going to go straight one-to-one. So there's nothing to add. But to have a whole new game add more perspective to a very already interesting region and an interesting generation like as i like i'm like that's why i have high hopes that not the game looks great or it looks like breath of the wild or even plays like breath of the wild but just a storyline gives me more context about the pokemon world that i've always been a fan of so yeah anything else about the 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 video games i'm excited yeah we're all excited definitely definitely gonna be a good year because i think it's a final fantasy 1.5 or whatever Yuffie's storyline is like coming out in a couple months, right? Or something like that. Like you need July. A I don't have one of those. June, July. Well, it's just going to have to kill someone for it. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, here, so, I again. <laughs> here I go doing it again. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that is all the latest news uh, for the week. If there's any news that you guys want us to discuss in future podcasts, please uh, DM it to us, comment to us, just let us know uh, with a link and then we'll check it out and then maybe it will show up on that week's podcast. Uh, but let's move on to the media round of the week. Uh, it's a segment where we talk about anything we watch or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. Uh, so first up, Jujutsu Kaisen, episode 20. Uh, I think we can officially say now that this is probably peak Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, uh, like you know, we, is we, 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 I don't know. We danced around for weeks. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I mean, like, this is probably like the best it had to offer. Like, everything was perfect in terms of Itadori and uh, Toto's fight, and then just the sheer, uh, like flex of like the biggest cock in the world of gojo just like coming in and just <laughs> ruining everyone's day uh like i can't think of any other episode that's like better than that to to be honest so how do you guys feel it's not the episode no you don't feel it's it not, it's not like would you say this was your episode 19 going back no. to your right it's no not. but i i feel like at this at this point, I'm just going to accept the fact that, like, Jujutsu Kaisen isn't going to have, like, the moment. I think it's just, like, it's one of these shows where, like, top to bottom, it's it's great. You know, like, it's strong in, like, every point of the episode. Where it's just, like, you know, the ones, the moments I'm thinking of, like, some parts of the episode was kind of slow. Where it's just, like, but it was, like, slowly building up to that moment where it's just, like, Jujutsu Kaisen just very good, like, straight line across the across the episode that's how i feel like with jesus kaisen but i still think it's the best episode it has produced but i don't think it's the episode like the defining moment of the season so but like are we ever gonna get it like we just pretty much ended like a pretty like big battle with like a pretty big baddie right so it's kind of like where do we go from here so um so in my opinion you know 
you're talking about like a like a demon slayer 19 sort of hype effect for uh for an episode in jujutsu but honestly like this episode for me it's been pretty consistent with the quality that all the episodes did so what i have to judge it on was you know how i felt about how the episode wrapped up this little arc and i didn't really like it like i didn't like um Hmm. the way gojo just came in and he just snapped his finger and all the problems were solved and and the enemies were warded away because <laughs> pretty much I mean, that's what that's what they were worried about that's they made explicitly clear they don't want gojo to interfere in their their fight so they made a barrier yeah, he, he defeated that barrier he defeated the gojo barrier yeah so like no explanation either he was just was more like, powerful than yeah, the barrier. i can just beat this barrier too guys and i'm gonna just <laughs> wreck all of you and after like such a epic back and forth from Toto and Itadori versus Hanami, I just felt like how anticlimactic was this episode? I guess so. Yeah, I didn't think about that because I like the, all I'm remembering from that episode truly is like that battle between uh, Hanami, Itadori, and Toto. Like that fight was pretty hype. Just the fact that Toto was literally like in control of everything. And the fact that he is like a super genius and like his parallel thoughts, like he's able to think like, like as many turns ahead, kind of like Shikamaru, but in like 0.1 seconds. And then he's able to like act upon it. Like that was like, I was pretty epic for me, I guess. I was yeah, like, probably in terms of fighting, that was like the best fight scene out of Jujutsu Kaisen I've seen yet. Oh, so. yeah. I love the total fight with um, his clapping and his teleportation. How would you get? Mm, it's it, it was good the clapping part was really good like that part was like in the beginning i was like holy shit and it was like you know putting the pedal to the like gas you know <laughs> like let's go man let's go it was like, yeah it was like it let's was so go, good let's go and then it was it, let's just let's just it, let's go off the gas like uh, yeah like not just that it was slam the brake yeah it was mm-hmm. it was like really high i think this could have been demon slayer 19 but then i don't know what the author was oh, thinking just yeah stop i just had this thought i i think i now i kind of understand like what like my criteria is for like that that moment that episode moment it's it has to be a certain character and I think I've been in anticipation of Itadori having his moment, right, to shine. Like, yeah. you've seen it throughout, like, the whole season. He gets the shit beat out of him. And then, like, he gained powers. And then he's, like, slowly building up, like, this, like, uh, arsenal. Like, his weapon of choice, right? Like, him doing the Black Flash, like, three times in a row. Where, like, Nanami is, like, the best I could do is four. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I actually thought Itadori was going to go, like, above, like beyond that and hit, like, yeah, five. Yeah, do, like, and a I thought, five. I thought he was gonna and I thought like that was going to be the moment. Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought that was going to be, like, the yeah. moment. And, then, like, some yeah. song out of nowhere comes out. And then I'd just be like, oh, my God, he's worked up to this moment kind of thing. But it's just kind of, like, he hit three. And then, like, we kind of oh. just, like, yeah, you guys said it. It just slowed down. And, yeah, just yeah. disengaged. Uh, yeah. So much things disengaged. The old man fight got interrupted like he like old man got cock blocked for real like, yeah i was really excited to see like what he can do like i get he sends like shock waves with his guitar but like yeah i'd like to I'd like to see that not just <laughs> axe guy being like oh so that's how your powers work like 
okay, show me how his powers work. And then oh, even like Nobra and uh, Maki, like they showed up to fight uh, that one that one dude who was by himself. But then Gojo shows up and he's just like, I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, so we were able to see the things. the other girl too, the other teacher. I was I excited to see what like she does because yeah, I mean she has a scar on her face, so that means she must be like maybe like a physical fighter. Like she's probably like close combat. I feel well, like I that's how she like got maybe that childhood scar. injury when she was weaker. Could be. I mean, maybe. these families, these jujitsu sorcerer families. There's a lot to unpack that we still don't know yet. So maybe she's from one of the big three or something like that. Yeah. So. Like great start, really great, uh, great action middle. as always, and yeah. even like Gojo. Of course, Gojo's abilities are just eye candy. They're just so beautiful. But then, yeah, a little it took bit away from Itadori. Yeah. Um, real quick, looking at our uh, border predictions, uh, I believe I can give this point to Kai. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen tournament arc will be interrupted like the junior exam Hell even though yeah. we all pretty much like figured that was going to be the case it felt very obvious but he was the only one that stepped up and put it on the board so yeah. uh, give me that uh, money that is one point to Kai uh, and then we're still waiting on uh, Lance's uh, one for Jujutsu Kaisen if uh, Suguru will interrupt uh, any part of the rest of the exam because this is only part one of the exam i don't even know how many parts of the exam they have but i assume there's gonna be more parts i'm to not finish out the rest of the season i'm expecting the exam to actually be done <laughs> canceled yeah so i think it's canceled well, if that's the case we'll see in the next four episodes you don't do any more about the exam then lance gets another incorrect on his name uh <laughs> and uh well yeah we'll, we'll go from there but <laughs> oh, oh uh, sorry the guy i was thinking of is, is hanami the guy with the branches out of his eyes not a uh, Suguru, but uh, but you predicted it before Hanami even showed up. No, Hanami was has been a dude since like Jogo has been a thing. So yeah, no, okay. I meant Hanami. But um, either way, Itori didn't beat him, so that's already incorrect. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on to Attack on Titan episode twelve. Uh, pretty much. Uh, we are getting past like all like the good plotness and we're actually starting to get into action uh motherfucking uh supreme commander got blown to bits oh rest and, in peace <laughs> pdsm man yeah and uh no, no, so now <laughs> torture chair what? guy <laughs> torture chair guy yeah <laughs> and uh now we are pretty much into the the rebellion aaron has uh gone out of his uh, little cage and he has met up with uh, all his uh, delightful followers and now they're going to stage uh, a coup so uh, how do you guys feel about the episode since both of you have have read it exciting I'm really excited this I'm was excited. done it's, it's the, pretty beautifully it's the build up episode right it's the build up episode you know we got the keys in 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 the ignition we're about to take off you know yeah i assume like shit is going down it's been feeling like that for the past couple episodes though not gonna lie yeah that's how it's supposed to be though because like the first half of the season was like so like one after another like let's just start throwing out haymakers and it was like i kind of like the like 
slow pace that we had to kind of like take a you know take a deep breath you know relax a little bit and then feel anxious right i think that anxious feeling is what like i really enjoy about this show because it's like i don't really like know when something bad is going to happen like motherfucking my electric chair goes electric boogaloo all over me and like half my body flies out the fucking window so like i wasn't expecting that yeah it wasn't just electric chair dude that was the shitting chair <laughs> like exactly was fucked up i'm not gonna lie when he died in the manga i was like i was like oh no but also i was like phew thank god who <laughs> <laughs> like, fucked this guy <laughs> someone finally killed this dude <laughs> you scared? I forgot what 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 messed up that he's done. I, we have I haven't seen any of these like commanders or forever. Really so done, like really anything. Like I think all the bad things he's done has been in like with good intention. Like he hates them, like the corrupt nobles. He despises them because I mean they're fucking uh, evil. But then after yeah. he beat them, he made them. He trapped them to his favorite chair and then forced a tube from their ass and human centipeded them. So, and then Pixis looked at him and like, um. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> have a good we day, sir. We don't do that here. <laughs> no, he was like, Pixis was like, I, uh, I couldn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> and oh. So I'm just gonna let him be for now. But um, if it ever comes to it, I think I'd kill Zachary because he's kind of messed up. He didn't. It, Aaron ended up, or Aaron's um, and his supporters ended up killing him. Yeah. So did the three people that walked in? Did they kill themselves, or they just planted the bomb and then like no, ran so out? No, those were uh, those were like Zachary's allies. So they killed four people um, who were you know oh. in the way of uh, Aaron. The the I bomb see. was uh, it planted was the on chair. yeah, it was planted on his chair. So they waited for those four to get in the room with Zach uh, along with Zachary among them, and then detonated. Yeah, interesting. Man, and almost got uh, Armin and Mikasa too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If only they stay. If only Mikasa went back and listened to them, she would have been Umega dead. Yeah. Yep. Uh. Okay. Anything else on the second time? See. Not really. It's I feel like a lot of other stuff happened in this episode. What else happened? I feel like a lot of other stuff happened, but like, I guess the, like. It doesn't really take away the fact that like you know aaron has a rebellion now I, I, like that's all i can remember about this episode now it's just like like now shit is gonna start going down again and like we're already on episode 10 right or 12 so like we only got like three more four more episodes after this 13 more, yeah four more like like are we like gonna have to wait for the rest of the episodes or like i don't know what's going on so I'm upset because they probably know where it's going to end. Yeah, you guys did say that last week. You guys know where the stop point is. I'm pretty sure it ends right when I stopped reading. (laughs) Ooh, are you going to go back to reading after the season's done? We'll see. We'll find out. I think I might. I think I might because I know for Jujutsu Kaisen, the moment is end. I'm just going to fucking binge the rest of it and just like uh, see see what happens next because I can't wait to see what uh, Jujutsu Kaisen has cooked up. Uh, I feel the same with Attack on Time, but I don't know. I feel like maybe I should keep it a secret, but I don't know how long it's going to be until part two of this final season is going to come out. So I don't know if I can wait that long because God knows uh, fucking Lance isn't waiting. So once that <laughs> no, final no, no. chapter is out, dude, 
That's going straight into the spank bank. Oh, no, so. I'm going to finish this manga for sure. But I yeah. wish I were like you guys. I actually wish I just watched the anime and can experience like Mappa's just this amazing uh, season Upgrade. that they've made. Yeah. And then you can still you can still do that by just not finishing it. He's it's like one chapter I got left. One chapter left. It's not too late. <laughs> Actually, two. Come back. Okay, two chapters or something. Two right? chapters, right? Back. March and April. Yeah, but it's pretty much done. Yeah. Just, Can you just, just blue ball yourself until like no fall when the no, part I can't two? Do that. Just, just blue ball yourself. You know, no big deal. Just no fat. big deal. Yeah. Just thinking like no nut November, but no nut twenty twenty one. I'm already like mid nut. It's too late. <laughs> like where we are in the manga, just suck it. It's mid nut already. <laughs> uh, that's that's weird. Just be like, just, <laughs> ah, I got it. Um, it's like just suck the poop back in. No, it's too late for that. Yeah, it's like yeah, he's a mid splurt. Like it's already coming out like <laughs> consistently, like a faucet. Okay, um, that is the media roundup of the week. Uh, there are any animes you guys want us to watch? Uh, doesn't even have to be in the season, just uh, in general that you think uh, uh, you, uh, we would discuss uh, very heavily. Uh, let us know and then we'll check it out and then maybe it will show up on a future podcast. Uh, but let's move on to the meat of our show. You guys know it. We know it. We do it every week. It's the anime ranking board uh, for the winter season. So uh, if you guys don't know this segment, pretty much uh, before the season started, we chose 10 animes. Uh, and then every week, we vote them 1 through 10. Uh, and they pretty much compete for supremacy in, uh, in, a in a championship that they don't get anything other than our shit or praise. So, uh, But we're moving on to week 8. Uh, pretty much 75% done with this season. There's only a couple episodes left. Uh, there are a lot of shows that are slowly picking up steam and about to wrap up a great season a lot of others are not just like number 10 on our list heaven's design team uh it dropped down one spot from the ninth spot last week uh looking at everyone's vote chart uh kai 10th place lance ninth place and i am also at 10th place so uh, we'll hit it with Lance first. You're the high point man on this one. Uh, what was so good that you didn't want to give it 10th place? <laughs> okay. The only reason why I didn't get 10th place is because this competition is Urusekai Picnic. And everybody knows how I feel about that anime. And oh, how... Well. <laughs> but, um, you know, Heaven's Design Team, it, was, it wasn't very impressive this week. Um, I remember thinking... Uh, it was around the time when they were figuring out what animal or what the criteria would be for making a turtle that I thought uh, this is kind of a slow episode huh like, <laughs> I didn't get that whole part with the rib cage. I was the whole like, rib cage, like they were like going around in circles and circles. And normally I'd be like really fascinated, like oh wow, what animal could this be? But then I was just rethinking. Oh, this is like this must be like a really fat misdirection because there is no animal that is like this. And in the end, they make turtle. I'm like, that didn't even fucking look like <laughs> what you guys yeah. are trying to make. It really felt like, almost like an ass pull. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I think it's because they like they the the example was on a human. You know what I mean? Like I kind of expected yeah, them to like make a like a misdirection. Yeah, a random like ugly like 
blob of an animal and then slowly it gets shaped into what we saw kind of like the alien turning into the owl that was like really interesting yeah. how they got oh, from there to there that's true yeah they they used um uh jupiter as like the sample for yeah and i animal. was like i don't and that was just a lot a less fuck. engaging i felt like yeah versus making so. a blob how about you kai this is like your pbs show of the year so i didn't like, you like this episode it? dude whoa and that's why <laughs> I mean, this is exactly <laughs> what lance is saying it was yeah. like because uh, like dude if they're if they, if they were about to introduce me to an animal that has rib cages sticking out like how it was in, in, in on the guy i've been like holy shit this would be pretty cool but no it was a fucking turtle and then when they actually <laughs> showed it it was like this lizard thing that's like eh. <laughs> yeah yeah the other thing i got docked points for is rapping any i'm sorry but anytime i hear like japanese rapping i just like is there ever a good not excuse nice. to put rapping in um uh, animal education show the the one dude was guy that that guy that was sitting on the the right was really good jupiter i don't know not the guy that was wearing blue i think it, yeah, yeah it was jupiter jupiter so the other guy was mercury and then i was just thinking like would mercury actually rap but uh, yeah that guy for was the like job? pretty yeah. good I think I've only heard like one. I mean, I'm not Japanese, so I don't really know if it's good or not. But uh, I like uh, Zombieland Saga. They had like a rap battle, and that one flowed pretty well. And they had like a good beat to it too. So not like I listen to rap music on a daily to like have any like good credence <laughs> on it. But I don't know. It sounded good in my ears. So, but yeah, it was kind of awkward. So very out of character for all of them. And then Pluto was just like, I didn't hear anything. What? Well, I don't even know what's happening. So I was like, great. So this is all for nothing. So I wanted more seal time, but no seal. It's like oh, seal, yeah. like last two minutes. The seal barely so, even got any screen time. Just sat there all, all fat and shit. I was just like, oh, great. And then it busted out that little nose thing. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> don't want it anymore. So yeah. Okay uh moving on to number nine uh low tier character tomozaki kun it dropped down one spot from uh, eighth place last week uh looking at everyone's votes kai ninth place uh i am at eighth place and lance is at seventh place uh so we'll flip it over to kai you're the low point man on this one uh what didn't you like about this week's episode of tomozaki kun I don't know. The story is shifting more. It went from the story started about, you know, Tomazaki Kun being, you know, socially inept and then he was like learning shit. And, you know, it was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I could maybe, you know, use this in my life too. But now it's just about me, me, me. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Too many episodes. Like, like yeah. we already wasted last week on like, like watching, uh, was it Tama like looking out the fucking window for like 10 minutes I'm like yeah. this week's episode could have just been that 10 last 10 it minutes of that episode been, yeah fused you know with the last I mean? episode and then we'd be like yeah everything's hunky dory now we're all good we're all friends you know whatever Mimi me, me, me went through her phase of like quitting and then coming back but it's like I don't know it's just like it's literally telling me that they know they're getting a season 2 
that that's what they're telling me is that like we have enough time to do character development for each girl this season is because we know we have the leverage of season two to continue the story so because the the light novel just finished another volume and i think that's like enough material for them to make a second season now so like they they have they have the resources is that is there going to be the money to be put up with this show and uh i don't know a lot of people are very hyped for this like story and then i don't i don't know i i lost my hype in like episode three i think <laughs> <laughs> like it's been gone for a very long time uh anything else about tomizaki kun for me one nah nah it was yeah it was i mean basically what you said this episode should have happened uh last week why i gave it seventh place is um if i everything i was shit (laughs) if i well not just that that helped but i can appreciate fleshing out mimi's character laying the groundwork for a future relationship uh, with her with tomozaki and i think hinami too uh, I can appreciate them like making define this character for future events, and I think Mimi Me is like an interesting enough character that I can see her like playing the comedic roles in the future. Uh, I just have to ignore <laughs> just the pacing. Yeah, three episodes. This episode. If I just think about this episode alone, then I I would actually think it's an okay episode. I, I feel like even like Easy Me. When she had like her like mini, like mini development, that was like barely an episode. Like I know it spanned over like two or three episodes, but like when you combine all her scenes together, it like barely made up like 10, 15 minutes of an episode. So it's kind of yeah. like if you could do the pacing like that, but still have like Hinami and uh, Tomozaki still be the main part of like the episodes, like like how like how important is Mimi Me to this? Like you're you're making it sound like she's like a very serious candidate to be you know to win the harm race right which like to me that's bullshit we all we all know who's gonna win no it's gonna be even is i I still don't think she's even like us at the starting line she's not even gonna come in second place to hinami she's gonna come in like dead last at this point like tama i think (laughs) feels like has a better chance at tomozaki than uh than she's still like a a non-entity in my book (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like she like if Mimi's not the starting line then Tama like didn't even wake up yet <laughs> like, yeah still at uh, home but yeah. I can appreciate them setting up a character showing a conflict and then resolving it this episode I just wish they paced Boo. it better Kikuchi man I need more of her Kikuchi they, they shoved her in for like one scene and I, I rewatched that scene and it didn't really seem like she really had anything to say <laughs> And we still didn't go on that date with her. Still haven't gone on that date. But like, how long has it been since he asked in her? our minds that they just yeah. shove her in randomly. Uh, I, I swear to God, they'll go on this date next week. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. 10th place automatically now. I don't know. So, but uh, yeah, let's uh, move on uh, <laughs> to the next anime on our list. It is tied for 7th place. Uh, Promise Neverland Season 2, man this season has been very oh, underwhelming the in my eyes have fallen yeah so it dropped two spots from the fifth place last week uh looking at our vote charts we're pretty even across the board uh it's two seven places for me and kai and lance is at eighth place uh i guess i'll go ahead and start since uh 
I'm pretty much the bar for Promise Neverland now. <laughs> and uh yeah again nothing truly happened in this episode so nothing's too deviated from the manga uh for people who haven't read the manga for promise neverland it's pretty much still keeping the same core they're still trying to bargain with norman and let him know like hey like w- we can we can make this work and like i the only thing i like about this episode was emma just because I love her character and I love the fact that like she's not like annoying positive like she doesn't have like this positive outlook is like really annoying it's like very like pure in a way just the fact that like Norman was like I'm gonna commit mass genocide you cool with that because I'm cool with that and then she like kind of like got like really like sad for a second and then she's like let's make a deal and then she like did that little banter with him and it's just like give me uh, give me seven days to find Musica three days no five days and it's like deal like that little bit just like that's of emma's character is like it's still really nice to see that like she's she's pretty much uh pushed up against the wall in terms of like uh humanity and like demon kind about to like go extinct and then that she still finds a way to enjoy it or like still see a positive lining out of it it's it's really nice to see uh, but other than that, though, everything else uh, truly sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can agree with that. I really like Emma's character. Even like, uh, I'm not like the biggest fan of these last few episodes. I can still appreciate that Emma is just a really lovable character, and she's been consistent too. Is this, yeah, like she hasn't changed since like uh, episode one. So yeah, she hasn't. She hasn't done anything that has made me think oh, that's not like her or that's that's kind of annoying or something uh, she's been mm-hmm. just a really likable character and i like her reasonings and um uh because uh, i yeah that's what she would do she would stand up to norman even though she acknowledges that you know protecting the demons is not the popular opinion she still has to at least vo- voice what she feels in her heart and also i liked her little line to norman it's not just um, I'm not just doing, I'm not just suggesting pacifism to protect the good demons. I'm trying to protect you too, Norman, because when this is all done, when the dust settles, can you live with yourself for exactly. doing this kind of action? And Norman has to think about it. Of course, he says, no, this is the right way to do it. But I like that Emma, at least, you know, she's the character who thinks about these things. Yeah, she's not a stupid main character. Like, I think people forget that, like, out of the three kids, like, you know, like, yeah, Norman is, like, you know, a super genius and Ray is, like, a genius in his own kind. Emma, like, was with them pound for pound in those tests. Like, she was getting the same scores as them. Like, she wasn't falling behind in any way, shape, or form. So, like, yeah, she, she may act like, you know, the very like headstrong straightforward like main character that we see in most shonens but like she's incredibly smart and she incredibly like sees like self-awareness and like awareness yeah, of others thoughtful. around her so yeah so uh what about you kai i'm just i'm just disappointed in it I was you, so were, you guys were like hype, especially I, you. You were hyped I, like last week <laughs> that we were like, getting I, somewhere. Yeah, and then we, we just got a shout fest, and then I'm like, all right, maybe next episode is gonna be good. You know, it's like that for a couple of episodes now. 
it's crazy man like that we all voted pretty low for this like yeah it's disappointing yeah but we all knew i was i was hitting it like on the bottom five like we all knew i was gonna be here but like honestly i'm a little surprised you guys are here i i, I thought like the revealing of like the like norman's buddies were like yeah that they have like they're deteriorating had, too had problems yeah they're like not good they have like some kind of like deteriorating properties about them and norman has it too i thought yeah. that would give you guys like a little like ooh, like this is spicy but well, I, th- I thought about that yeah but mm. then I, I always came back to they're not likable the the trick with that is um they immediately introduce the allies and they are irritable they're headstrong they're narrow-sighted and they're very very violent so it's hard to like be like super sympathetic to these guys when we only just met them i would have liked to you know see like very sweet sides of them very caring and loving sides before i'm like okay genocide it is then (laughs) genocide it is you know like and, and of course we know norman too and uh i feel for norman but yeah norman gets the pass because we we've already had all season with him yeah i don't know should have had the characters from goaty pond they were a lot well you think that could have saved this situation i don't know Um, well the thing is is like those characters are like they're are you guys gonna read it can i just like say like a couple you can say it um like the characters that mean Goldie Pond are like almost the complete opposite of like Norman's allies. They like they also are from farms, and they also have run away. So, but they see it as like they're looking for survival. They're not looking to, like they they of course they hate demons because you know demons have ruined like their families, their brothers and sisters for years. But meeting Emma really changed them, and it really like got them to see like hey there's more to life than just revenge kind of thing and it's more like to life than that like we have to look out for each other kind of thing so it's like kind of like a very like good like wholesome vibe to it kind of thing where like when those characters are brought in and then they meet norman and everyone else it kind of clashes those ideals so it's not just like this really like top heavy like uh emma versus these fucking four people that love to smash jars of demon bodies in it you know what i mean (laughs) It's like it's it's like this whole like like one army versus another army, and they're like, of course, the armies are going to fight each other in civil war because, I mean, they're children. Like they're you know they have to look out for each other. They're in a country full of demons. Like the time the the, the day they start fighting each other is all over. Um, but they have like this like weird tension with each other, and that like balance is really interesting. This one's kind of like it's top heavy. Like like Emma can't really like say anything because then it would just like upset them which upsets norman and she knows it's a very delicate balance where like when you had all the other characters like everyone was able to kind of like balance each other out and just i don't know it's unfortunate there was a lot of good characters in goatee pond and, uh, <laughs> i missed them i missed those motherfuckers i know you're hurting good Peter. kids they were good kids but whatever well, what i can't say i'm excited <laughs> for is to see a uh, um was it what's her name again um Mujika? musica 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 yeah musica and uh sonju again um i'm looking for i think like the most exciting moments or at least like the uh, the most impactful moments in uh prompts neverline is when emma's ideals are challenged uh, yeah and i think this is setting up for an encounter where, that will you know make her rethink her stance 
Um, although, you know, of course, Emma, she's such a pure angel. I know that she'll always just find a way to be on, to never like stray from uh, what she believes in. But uh, I, I am excited to see Sonju and uh, Mizuka again. Yeah, they they play a pretty big role. So I uh, like uh, to be honest, if they cut those two out, I I I might send a very stern email to it seems like uh, there's no plot without them. works <laughs> no because they're they're very apart like to me honestly like it does like where we're at now it doesn't feel like they're changing anything too drastic i think they just decided to cut out a lot of the fat and just like literally like let's just go bare bones story as much as possible because i mean it's not a spoiler i'm pretty sure you guys knew it like so sonju and musica like there's a reason they met them you know, like yeah. they they have a purpose uh, beyond just meeting them in that forest for that one yeah. week. So, yeah. like for them to come back is like you know we're just speeding up the timetable uh, for the storyline. So it's kind of like <sighs> what happened, Cloverworks? You did not get money for season three. Like I I just don't understand. <laughs> Take the money from Hori Mia. Take the money from Wonder Egg Whoa, somewhere. Watch what you're there's, saying, man. There's Think money out there. What you're saying. <laughs> Hori Mia is not getting a second season, so we just take the money from there and then push it over to Farmer's Neverland. There's more story to tell there. It's disappointing in many ways, shapes, or form. Like I can really see what's getting retcon for the final like arc of that of Promise Neverland, and it's like now I don't even know it. That the the things that I'm thinking they're gonna retcon already didn't make sense in the story, and now you take that away. Now it's just like like. Wubba wubba dub dub, like just I don't fucking know what's going on. It's like watching an episode of Rick and Morty, dude. It's just like, <laughs> what is what is this? So, <sighs> all right, I'm calm. I'm calm. We can move on. I think. <laughs> uh, all right, we're moving on to uh, the other anime that also tied for seventh place. Uh, jumped up three spots from last place that it has held for many weeks in a row. Uh, Urusekai Picnic. Uh, and if you're wondering why it jumped so high up. By the efforts of one man. <laughs> so when you say, when you go, when you're, it's pre when it's time to vote and you're thinking, my vote doesn't matter. Just look at Kai <laughs> because it can show that one man can change the world. Yes. Uh, so because of that one man, uh, that's why I jumped at three spots. Uh, Lance, 10th place. I am at ninth place. And Kai is at third place. So, we would go with Lance first. <laughs> he is Thank a low you. point man on this one. <laughs> How can you give this 10th place? Let's but hear yeah. why Let this is your worst you. anime <laughs> tell this me. week. Let tell me tell you me. why. It's I'm going to preference preference that Lance, I assume, watched it twice because he was just like, right after the episode ended, uh, when we watched it on Saturday, he was like, I need to watch it again. <laughs> I was like, what? It's like, watch it on your own time, motherfucker. Like, I ain't going back. So, uh, yes, Lance, the floor is yours. Let the battle commence. This episode made no fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pair, uh, headliner from my essay on why this episode <laughs> deserves 10th place. This episode made no fucking sense. First. <laughs> okay, first. Okay. Um, so Akari Seto shows up. She's being harassed by cats. Um, <laughs> you wrote notes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I told you I wanted to understand this episode, and now that I have, I'm disappointed. Um, <laughs> so they go to the researcher. The researcher is like, mm. I have a fucking raccoon in my house. 
because because uh tanukis scare me so i'm gonna keep hanging out this tanuki but then um uh, not satsuki toriko was like that's a fucking raccoon and then researchers like well i'm just gonna keep believing it's a tanuki and they're like okay well we have this this girl is approaching us because she's being harassed by cats and then researchers like i don't fucking care get out of my house so that was a waste of time anyways <laughs> moving on to the main plot uh they get sucked into the outside world again ninja cats show up the, the samurai pizza cats show up they're attacking the three <laughs> girls soro sees that there is a pendant inside of seto's body that was hot. Yeah. Toriko reaches in and pulls out the pendant. Yep. Soro throws the pendant away. The samurai yep. pizza cats stop chasing her. And then they want a, the pendant. a pack of white cats. Why did they want the pendant? We don't know. Then the pack of white cats show up and tackle Soro and she wakes up in the real world. Is that all the posty notes you got for that one? I took down all the notes. Oh, and then um, the uh, Seto says, man, they're, uh, they're like, where did that pendant come from? What is the significance of the pendant? And she's like, I had a tutor last year. Her name was Satsuki. She gave me this pendant. I was like, how the fuck did it get inside your body? <laughs> Do you know how the fuck it got inside your body? <laughs> And All that's right. why this episode and got how 10th place to me. how is that 10th place, dude? <laughs> it was boring, it was stupid, and it didn't make it any sense. No matter how like, you look at it, there's no explanation for why any of this happened. Dude, it totally makes sense. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, go ahead, please. Okay, first of all, the reason why she gets a tanuki is because she needs a cuddle buddy because she was scared of the guy, bang- the, the, the the fat chick banging on yeah, the door. Yeah, the fat chick was a tanuki, so she was like, I'm going to cuddle this tanuki because I'm scared of tanukis. What? <laughs> Wait, did she say that she's scared yeah, of tanukis? Yeah, she said that that woman who, that was a shape-shifting tanuki that took the form of an old woman to, her, to scare me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm terrified of her. Yeah. So I'm gonna cuddle this tanuki, and then Toriko's like, "That ain't even a fucking tanuki, dude. That's a raccoon you picked up outside." And then the researchers like, "Get the fuck out of my house!" Yeah. And that scene ended right there. Yeah. Okay. Well, what the fuck was the point that's of that? Funny shit, dude. That's funny. Aren't you laughing? I'm laughing how stupid it was. Yeah, it's funny. No, not stupid. Haha. Stupid is in like I'm embarrassed. Okay, and okay, and then you like okay. So moving on, you like kind of glaze over it. But this is like for once a normal episode where Sorao is just doing normal student life, right? I'm pretty sure she's a college student or something, right? Yes, that was like two minutes. (laughs) She's eating in a school cafeteria like any normal student, and then you know a girl comes up to her, hey, you're 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 like an expert in these kind of shit, right? There's like ninja cats following me around and everyone's like you know she tells Toriko and the researcher they're like ninja cats what the fuck wait huh like, let me stop right there yeah how did she know that Soto was a specialist on the other side see I don't know that yet I mean, they didn't Who explain the fuck shit. told <laughs> That makes it common f- knowledge that there is a girl with double knows. eyes <laughs> and heterochromia <laughs> that is a specialist on the other side but Continue. that's besides the point. That's besides the point. That's besides the point, right? So she Okay, let's assume it's so, common knowledge. 
<laughs> so they're like, haha, Ninja Cat, uh, what is she talking about? Aha, uh-huh. until she, she really gets like attacked by cats. And she's like, all right, all right, all right, Ninja Cats, they're for real. All right. And then so they go through the whole thing. Um, the pendant is inside her. Okay, see, the reason why the pendant inside her, fuck, I don't know. But see, I think it's because. This depends, I've heard. See, I think like Satsuki isn't who we think she is. We, we all just think of her as this girl that disappeared um, in the other side. But I think she has a lot more deeper connections to it. Like, like the hat, right? The, the hat that they teleported with was also something that they thought Satsuki was wearing, even though it wasn't Satsuki. Yeah, and it was like, that ghost that they saw like a I couple episodes ago. Ghost. Right? And well, that ghost was pretending to be Satsuki to trick Toriko to yeah. be with. So it was sucking Toriko in, basically. But, but like when um, Toriko was doing the thing, like it was Satsuki, right? Doing, doing the thing. I don't know. When she was like being possessed. Right. Yeah, and there was like Satsuki there, right? And then when they uh, use the hat to like, like fucking teleport back to like the real world or something, we saw like this like lady with long hair figure, right? So I think right. Satsuki is like, like, I don't know. What if Satsuki was like this person from the other side that's just giving, just dropping like other world relics, yeah, other world relics to like normal people or like like letting them in with like a malicious intent but they don't know about it so they're like oh hey you know here's a cat pendant but little did they know this cat pendant is like the ones that like while you're sleeping it grows arms and legs crawls inside your mouth and just like (sighs) and goes inside the body and, and See, that's kind of interesting, Kai. That actually yeah. sounds really fascinating. The problem with that is that that's not what fucking happened this episode. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would have liked that. We don't know about it yet. See, <laughs> See this is, I, I'm talking about my theories oh, right the here. Oh, the Steinsgate like, method. Yeah, uh, yeah. It all pays off in the end. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The long game. But overall, I think out of all the episodes we've had, this was so far the best one. Or it actually made it sense. It wasn't like, why are we here? How did we get here? What? Why is this happening? It was like, okay, well, we need to find these ninja cats. Oh, look, ninja cats. Oh, we fought off these ninja cats. Oh, these ninja cats aren't a problem anymore. Boom, there's a cliffhanger ending. Like, that is the most normal of a story we've gotten so far. Right? He's got a point there. That's... It, it, how thinly it is it is like the only plot we had right like like akari came in she gave us the problem we set out to f- fix the problem and then okay, we fixed yeah. it and yeah, then we got formulas episode Start and then we finish. got like a yeah and then we got a little like teaser right like oh she's Asuka also uh connected uh connected to sasuke which is like you know, everyone has to be connected to her. So she's like this. Yeah, and now we know, have an overarching like mystery here, which is who right. exactly is Satsuki. So yeah, exactly. okay. Right. Okay, we got, can, we got, got learned a lot more of it compared to like last episodes or the last couple episodes where we're like I don't know, I like the beginning. We opened episode. the door, we're on a car, we're suddenly on the other side. Hey, let's just chill here for a sec. Oh shit, bad things happening. Let's run. Hey, we're back in the normal world. I wonder what happened. <laughs> yeah like i remember you guys are saying like for the past couple of weeks you guys were like happy that the like other side was like going to them i don't know to me it was just kind of like 
I didn't like that because it's just like because they don't know what the fuck to do. Like it just really like throws a plan in any plot. It's like oh shit, we're now on the other side. Now we just have to like go survive. Where it's just kind of like I don't know. I kind of. <laughs> every time i watch the opening i think of it like i kind of wanted to be like scooby-doo a little bit where they just like they get a mystery and then the gang has to go solve that mystery and like obviously you solve the mystery on the other side and then you come back with like answers to more questions that you get and obviously like every episode we get a little bit more information on satsuki and then we figure out the big overarching mystery is who is satsuki or where is she and what's going on with her in this other side so uh, that's what it felt like this episode. I was like, yeah, Scooby and the gang has finally solved a mystery. Like, ninja cats are no more. None of it made sense. And honestly, I don't want to know the the creepypasta that goes with it. Because uh, it sounds it's incredibly probably stupid. like if you shove a cat pendant up your ass, then cat ninjas will come out and kill you. <laughs> that's what I got to assume it was because that's what it <laughs> That's, how like the, that's the only but, way you can get out of it. yeah actually you know what you're right this was a good formula for you know a scooby-doo episode to be yeah. here here's a client she has a problem we solved the problem no matter how harebrained and stupid it was we solved it <laughs> and now here's a little like breadcrumb for a bigger mystery yeah, yeah. so right, yeah now, if you could re-vote on this anime what would you give it I'd give it ten place. Yeah, <laughs> you can go down, Peter. Fuck you, guys. I'm kidding. It's nice. It's definitely nice. I would trade. Uh, I would trade Heaven's Design Team with this one, ninth and tenth. You know what? I'll give it to you. Since we talked about this, I could trade it for Tomozaki Kun in my eighth place. You know, I'll what? trade yeah, that. Honestly, so maybe this eighth would, place and this a, might and be a eighth place third? versus okay. Tomozaki Kun. That's as best as you're gonna get, but that bo- this bottom third place, holy fuck, dude! This bottom four, absolutely, we're all bad this week. So like, <laughs> nothing was getting around that. Like, this is the, this is the bad bottom four. Like, at first, I thought like we actually had a, bottom. yeah, we actually, I thought we had like a pretty strong top ten, but like, promise Neverland is really shit in the bed, pretty hard. <laughs> it's so it's making racks. like this bottom five, bottom five, like even like worse than I thought. So. Not as bad as, like, you know, Spark Climbing Girls and, you know, Last Crusade, bad. But it's, like, pretty bad. I thought we had, like, an okay bottom five, but, like, it's getting to the point where, like, <laughs> like, okay. Uh, okay, which one's worse? This bottom five or last season's bottom five? Oh, last season's, season's bottom, bottom five. five. I mean, bottom it's five. Easy, it was yeah. pretty, like, <laughs> crazy bad. Like, I, like, I was ripping my hair out on those Saturday nights that we watched. Because most of the bottom five were on that Saturday night. It was, it was terrible. Okay, so watching wait. animes on Saturday sucked. Peter, would you rather do an entire 10th, 10 rank anime and they're all about as good as last season's bomb five? Or would you rather do ReZero Prophecy of the Throne again? <laughs> <laughs> i so would another season, oh my god all about as bad as last season's bomb five or i would I, play that game. I would take uh the bad anime that that re-zero <laughs> prophecy of the throne was it uh, bad, by, bad by the time you guys watch this 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 podcast episode i think the final episode of re-zero should be out so you guys can see the whole picture uh yeah, it's so bad. Like, you know how we always complain that ReZero never goes anywhere for, like, yeah. almost a whole season? Like, it's been at the Sanctuary. That's what it felt like, but for, like, an eternity. 
like <laughs> it, it literally felt like 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 if i died right now and i go to hell this is like what my hell is like just having to sit here and watch subaru make googly eyes with amelia for fucking 25 hours straight like like it 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 absolutely sucks I, yeah i'd rather i'd rather take bad anime <laughs> any day so because I, that, that translates to like what it's, like two, it's two episodes? seasons yeah it's like the, the, yeah that's yeah, like two seasons yeah two good seasons or like four seasonal anime seasons so like it, that's <laughs> horrible so but with like the bad anime at least i can shit on it like i can't even fathom what kind of like trash talk i'll have with prophecy to throne because i was like mentally brain dead for like 24 of the 25 hours he played it <laughs> like yeah. only the first hour i was there the first episode i was like on it but you can even hear my voice like at the end of that first episode i was already gone no it, i feel like it already dawned on us that this was going to be bad from the first episode yeah <laughs> but yeah but yeah i, I would take bad anime any day because <laughs> I, I have fun as, as much as we say we hate it on this show we have fun talking about the bad anime because it's like there's always something you know funny to like take yeah, out I love of it, so. trashing on Urusukai picnic like honestly when i think of sunday like recording time i think wow i'm actually like looking forward to trashing Urusukai picnic wow oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's uh that's a bold statement but uh let's uh let's move on we were there for way too long uh to sixth place it uh jumped up one spot <laughs> oh. from the seventh place last week uh wonder egg priority uh looking at oh god looking at the vote chart uh lance third place i am at sixth place and kai is at eighth place so god i feel like i'm like watching a boxing match in front of me right now and i'm the fucking referee all right lance you're the high point man on Why this. Why do you uh, have to be the middle show? man? Why can't I ever be the middle man? So you go because first. Because you guys are like extremes. <laughs> like you guys are really like opposite of the spectrum. I'm I'm uh, like the perfect like bar to set with anime. You guys are like literally like uh, like extreme opposites. So, uh, okay. but yeah, Lance, third place. What was so good about this episode? Rika, I love Rika. I think she's my favorite one of the cast. Uh, I. I'm really happy with like this was her backstory episode and yeah. it touched on a lot of really heavy topics like of course like all the girls have their traumas I feel like Rika from what we've seen so far well, maybe Neru might be worse but I think Rika is pretty bad like she like contemplated just letting herself die this episode it was so bad yeah so but that said even uh, despite like how heavy the topics were I feel like uh, not only is um, uh, who's the uh, studio for this one? Was it um, it's Cloverworks. It was Cloverworks, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're doing they handled, like these subjects in a very like very mature manner and very um, uh, in a way that it's not just heavy, but they can also you know incorporate their magical girl action to still make it like a compelling and fun narrative. Mm. Uh, it was a great episode. Of course, there the the fighting is always spectacular. I think Rika's my favorite fighter just because of her style. Dual swords, yeah. Yeah, just uh, she's got a razor blade. She she cuts herself, but then her razor blade is also her weapon, which yep. yeah, I, I'm a sucker for like 
just like consistent Sim- like like really symbolism. loyal metaphors yeah yeah loyal like metaphors for, that define a character uh yeah it was a great episode i liked it a lot all right kai it is your turn the floor is yours eighth place I feel like a terrible person saying this, but I'm tired of these character episodes. <laughs> <laughs> like these That's character fair. introduction episodes, like, like I'm pretty sure we're gonna have another because we just recently had um, Momo's one, right? When Mo- they introduced Momo, but I feel yeah, like we're yeah. gonna have another one of those. We're definitely gonna have another native one. I'm waiting for yeah. Nadu's one, right? See, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm waiting for them. <laughs> like we're gonna like find out why she's in such high power why probably. did her sister literally stab her in the fucking back yeah, why she and then jumped off the a fucking highway yeah and all that kind of stuff and i'm like where's your parents <sighs> where are her parents seriously I'm, I'm just uh i don't know it's all right it's it's not as weird anymore. I liked how weird the first few episodes were, and now it's wait, just. I'm happy it's not weird anymore. Are you, are you are you are you kidding me? This is like one of the times they're just like, you were like, ooh, you know, Ursakai picnic. You know, we slowly put the pieces together. It's all adding up to like something I can figure out. That's what Wondering Priority doing the exact same things. Like whoa, 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 whoa. But what if we don't do that? And I'm more confused than ever. What do you want, man? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Do you want to solve the story or not solve the story? Like, I don't. Like, what? Like, what? I no, don't know. seriously, what? I don't know. I just don't like I don't you. Know, Get off my fucking back. I like, don't know. Like, okay, look, when we were watching last week's episode, right? Or no, this week, you watch, you watch Wonder Egg Priority. You had like yeah. a lot of questions to it. So yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Like, this is engaging because like you brought up a lot of good points to like, oh, this is confusing. Like, why is this happening? Why are the eggs doing this? Blah, blah, blah. What's reality? What's, you know, a fantasy and stuff like that. But you, but fuck it, right? Just the, all that is no good. Like all those questions you had that made you look like you like the anime is not prevalent in your voting process. Because, okay, just because I have those questions, it doesn't mean I, I like the anime, you know? Like, I'm still waiting for it. I'm still waiting for these explanations. These are... I see... It's not it's not dog shit to your enemy yet, but like unless un- unless it gives me the answers <laughs> I want, it's that. gonna be dog shit to you. It's gonna stay eighth place forever until it until it redeems my redeems itself. Basically, I gotta bring up my fucking stress shits thing. I gotta squeeze this. I we're just gonna move on. <laughs> wait, wait, I want to hear actually your opinion on this episode, Peter, because you gave it sixth place. That's like lower half already yeah i think the top half was like pretty good this week oh. um in terms of their episode so it wasn't like uh wonder egg priority wasn't a good episode in my eyes i just like stacked up to the rest of them I'm, i was more interested in the the rest of them um but you're right this was a good rika episode it was very good uh character development i think it's one of those things where like gosh i really wish it wasn't just one season because i feel like it's one of those like to me, it feels like a JRPG a little bit, where it's just kind of like we get the the team, right? We get the we get the party, and then like 
as we're moving through the story, each party member is going to get like a mini arc of like uh, side stories, side quests, and then we get to learn about their background. And then they we see character development and then we move on to the next party member and then the next one. And then it all slowly starts to intertwine. Whereas like, I think Kai is right for that part. I think it's taken a little too long. We're already on week eight. And the fact that we're still getting a lot of character development, that's to me still very early stage character development. Like, like Reek is at the starting line now kind of thing where like, I felt like she should have been at the starting line in her character introduction in episode three kind of thing. So like it is taking a while and like, honestly, it feels like the story is going to be kind of cucked that way. Like we're just going to get like a short end of the stick ending just because like, oh, ran out of episodes like there's only 12 episodes a season so it's kind of like i don't really know how they're gonna end it and i think that's why uh it's not as exciting as i thought it was uh at the beginning like i was hella excited after the first four episodes because i thought it was <laughs> going to be very i thought it was going to be very interesting psychologically how all these girls are going to intertwine kind of thing but it's like it's taking its time and um i noticed that like especially since we started watching anime consistently seasonal like pacing matters a lot uh especially for seasonal anime like i think if we're yeah. like talking about like early 2000s where like anime was coming out like 50 to 100 episodes per show then we don't have to we, we never talk about pacing right because yeah. we're just like one there's no other shows to watch there's only like 10 shows out so like we all have to just sit here and wait anyway and two they had the time to flesh out characters and like flesh out storylines but when you're talking about seasonal anime talking about an original show like you that you know they don't ever usually get a second season because of budgets like you're really asking a lot to fit in like a very big narrative in such a small sample size so especially especially the the fact that like it's about suicide so like that's like the main theme of it is like you know uh how do people uh take suicide and how do they fight through it and how do they psychologically like get over the hump and stuff like that that's a lot of that's a lot of unpack that like you know therapists have hard time unpacking sometimes so and they have a fucking degree in it so uh yeah so it's tough i, I get both both sides of the spectrum for you guys um more landstone than kai i'm still really iffy on kai i i'm really squeezing this little stress ring right here to really calm myself down what i just heard from kai but um you know but i do get what he means like like we are in a seasonal mood we're like we're in a seasonal mode where it's just like like get to the point you know like let's let's hit it because you're running out of time kind of thing so uh but yeah uh all right so that is our bottom half of our top 10 anime ranking board uh now we will slide it over to lance for the weep power minute segment Hello, people. Welcome to the We Power Minute. This is our Q&A segment where we answer questions from you, the viewers. Um, if you have a question for the We Power Minute, feel free to leave a comment on any of our social media or message us, and uh, we'll be happy to feature your questions in a future podcast. Uh, this week, uh, we actually didn't get any questions for our segment. So, as usual, I will be heading over to the question generator and... Uh, Let's see. No for, one watches us. Yeah. <laughs> for this week, um, from the question generator, we have, do you collect anything? Does, do they be, does this generator know us? Like, I, we just watched a video 
of someone's big collection in their room and now just like do you collect any half naked anime girls in your rooms like uh, uh maybe well we'll start with you peter do you collect anything i collect half naked anime girls <laughs> i'm kidding um i do i do like figurines uh but i don't really have a lot uh i don't collect anything because i've moved quite a bit in the uh -huh. past couple of years so it's kind of hard to really like want to get a big collection of something and then i have to like get up and pack everything and move um but when i finally do settle down into like a house or, or you know like a very permanent residence uh, i would love to collect manga uh manga is very big for me and i would just love to have like you want to show like, manga just like 12 shelves like i don't want to even have a bed in my room i just sleep on the floor with like a <laughs> like a sleeping bag on the floor and then like my desk and everything like that but i want my whole room wrapped in just bookshelves of like complete collections of manga so like even ones that like didn't read like i want a one complete a one piece collection like i just want all the manga oh well that's gonna and, be like, the I, entire room yeah exactly <laughs> like i don't even know if i'm gonna read it but just having it feels nice like i love having uh books but like i hate books but i love manga so like that's like the nesplex thing for me so yeah manga would be for me <laughs> all right kai do you have anything that you collect bombs <laughs> you collect computer parts right i, I mean not really i don't know i i wanna there's a lot of things i want to collect but i i haven't started the collection because uh, I I don't know where I'm gonna move, and I don't want it cluttering. Yeah, and I do. I've already I started collecting Lego, like Star Lego Ooh. Star Wars type of stuff. Hell yeah! Um, I actually have one coming up in the mail soon. Um, but yeah, I eventually I'm like Peter, and I hopefully have like a whole room, whole shelf full of like Lego Star Wars stuff. Have you built any of them? I know, I remember you bought another box not too long ago, right? Uh, no, that was uh, from my Secret Santa and then I have it like oh, right that's there right. in the corner. Yeah. Did you, did you build it? Yeah. Can I see it? Uh, it's later, it's like over there. <laughs> you son of a the camera. bitch. It's like far. You son of a bitch. It's dark. Fine. All right. It's dark. Oh, whatever, dude. I see your fucking face in the Fine. camera. Fine. All right. All right. All right. All right. It's dark. Okay. There. There. You see it. Okay. Wait. I can. It's I can dark. Do <laughs> That's the. Oh, oh, it's a. It's God. an X-wing. Yeah. See, I have an X-wing, and I, the the smaller thing on the corner is what I got from my secret. Ah. Uh, that's cute. Yeah. I like it yeah okay okay we good i can't wait to come visit and then i would just like fucking like just drop a pupil's elbow on top of it <laughs> <laughs> all right what about uh you lance what would you uh, like to collect or already collecting well i i guess i have a collection let me go grab it i hope it's a collection of toenails <laughs> just like toenail clippings not from himself but just <laughs> from oh. other people from the years yeah I'm from the days them. i jump into people's garbages and grab I their collect, uh, snapple caps <laughs> wait how long have you been doing this i feel like i know this uh i've been doing this for maybe the past like three years or so oh never mind yeah not not too long ago but uh just every time i drink snapple 
I keep the cap. Um, and all these, all these caps, you know, they have random trivia on them. Uh, fun <laughs> um, Snapple fact: uh, Australia is wider than the moon. Huh? Wow. <laughs> can we get a, a snapple fact of the day from you for, for every so. podcast episode from now on just like much. i think i only have like maybe what 30 or so well you better hey, just start 30 drinking episodes of podcast <laughs> yeah you better just start drinking every I fucking just start day sucking dude. those things down every day <laughs> i try to every time i come across like a like a vending machine or something with snapple i'm like might as well uh there are 18 different animal shapes in the animal crackers cookie box Huh. huh. Interesting. Interesting. That's really cool. Huh. You know what? If I get you for Secret Santa this year, I know what I'm getting you, dude. I'm gonna get <laughs> you like a couple of cases of Snapple coming your way. So uh, aside from the Snapple capsule, I'm like you, Kai. Like I I wish I could I wanna collect things, but yeah. you know, I, I've never been really sure like like as far as like my living conditions, like stability, like where I'm gonna be, is it worth like collecting a whole bunch of stuff if I'm just gonna move around? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, if I if I could like live more confidently in where I'm gonna be, then I would probably collect manga too, like Peter. Don't worry, someday, someday, boys, this show will pop off. We'll be selling merch left and right, and then we can all move into a nice, <laughs> uh, big place, and then we can just uh, set up shop for the rest of our lives, or you know, until we find girlfriends i guess i guess <laughs> so you know set up shop there for the rest of our lives <laughs> uh i just had a uh, breaking news i just had a surprise question come in from pop tarts uh avery uh his question oh, no. for the we power minute is would you rather be reincarnated as a townsperson in attack on titan or continue living in this world that sounds fucking awful. <laughs> Why? What is with these ultimatums? <laughs> Why are they so awful? All these questions. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Pop Tarts is, uh, I mean, we, we've said it before, he's guest starred um, on this podcast. His name's Avery. He's a very good friend of ours. And uh, actually, if you head over he's, to his YouTube channel right now, he's doing a let's play <laughs> of, uh, of the wind waker and it is absolute bullshit <laughs> if you want to like i just watch i can hear Avery just screaming right now the fact that you're you're putting his shit out there so <laughs> well it's really uh, good i like it <laughs> yeah and he's also shows up on we weave after hour episodes as well yeah so. he's uh, uh yeah he's on our weave after hour episode so uh lie Avery love to go around uh, I'm seeing a lot of messages from the crowd saying we need to fucking answer the question so I but I feel like being a townsperson what what other answer would it be what <laughs> what's wrong with you well okay well hold on that's not very specific because I assumed it meant you know like like Aaron's town that got fucking decimated to the ground yeah so if I was like in the higher class the, like, You're, like the better in Stoess, walled area the, the center oh. of town. Yeah, but that's not a was... townsperson. No, I'm like a I mean, townsperson. I'm a person, quote unquote. Well, yeah, I bake bread for the other noble people, you know? No, I'm pretty sure what Avery meant is that you're like one of the fucking people and the, the first outer wall and the moment you're about to go take a piss outside at 
the fucking big titans just coming through the fucking wall and stepping on you. Did the question say that though? No. Mm, it wasn't very specific. Yeah, and this so is I why guess... we stopped fielding questions from Avery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't want to live in Takatine, even if it was in the center wall. Because if you're watching the current season, you know why it's a bad idea to be anywhere near in the walls. No one's safe. Like, wherever world you're living it's in. It's literally it, shit. Yeah, whatever town you're living in, it's shit. Hey, like, the like fact that, like, baker. you could be a baker in real life, you dummy. <laughs> okay, wait. Let me change this question. Would you rather live in the walls or would you rather live in the LDN zone from uh in Marley. Oof. I'd, I'd be a baker in the walls, dude. I'd rather die <laughs> than live anywhere in those two. Okay, I'd rather so you be dead. So you basically chose in the walls and you're in uh, Aaron's hometown. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just in the, in the back. In the back. Just... I'm the, 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 the bread maker. You'd be in the bread. You can you can stop doing this podcast and go to fucking baking school, dude. And just learn how to be a baker. No, Why do you got to go to Attack on Titan in world? Attack on Titan universe? Why they have soda. shit I got bread? Baking soda. <laughs> it's it's a hard shit. living, but it's an honest one. They have shit bread. They don't even eat good food, man. Like, nah, you're, man, I'm you're, gonna invent jam, dude. And then, your you know, bread is like, shit. How are you gonna get jam? There's Titans outside. You can't go out and collect jam. Nah, man. I'm gonna have some jams out of plants that I like make outside my house. Dude, you have a better shot at shitting out like shit and making that look like jam and and selling that to people. And I rub it on the building? I rub it on the bread? Alright, we're moving on. (laughs) Oh man, speaking of like disgusting jam, you guys ever had mincemeat? Uh yeah like, like a grounded pork yes meat. it's like it's like grounded meat mixed with like fruits and stuff i, I guess like oranges and like uh raisins and stuff you ever had that it's a spread that you put on bread or, or you make a pie filling with it minced meat so it's like, fruit uh, yeah it's like uh so it's supposed, like-, like the base of it is like beef meat but then it's like, you know, like grounded up, pulverized, and then they mix it with like jam and then they make a spread with it. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, oh, oh, uh, uh, is it just called mincemeat? It's mincemeat. Yeah. It's literally called mincemeat. Okay. Yeah. I think I've oh, had this before. That sounds bad. That doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had that before. I don't think I've oh. had raisins in it before. Yeah, you can. I think like, mine's is like uh, like mango or something. Yeah, like that. it was like some kind of like Mediterranean kind of like jam. Any jam with it. Yeah, but the base is like a, a meat, and then you add stuff to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had this before. Oh yeah, that show's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I bring it up. <laughs> but I, people love it, so I was like, oh, maybe these guys do because they're nasty too. Moving on. All right. Let's just, let's just get this. I want to get this episode done, man. I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm squeezing the fuck out of this stress ring, by the way. <laughs> that thing's going to break by the time you're done with it. All right. Uh, thank you, Lance, for that riveting We Power Minute segment. <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat that whole segment. But uh, if you have any questions to send to us, not Avery, uh, please send it to us. 
Uh, you can give us in a DM or your comments in any of our social media posts and uh, Lance will collect them and you probably see it in a future podcast. So, uh, but let's move on to the top half of our board. Uh, the best five for week eight. Uh, starting at number five, it dropped down one spot uh, from fourth place last week. ReZero, starting Life in Another World, season two, part two. Uh, looking at everyone's votes. Wow. This is the first time we've all agreed on something. Uh, yep. Fifth place across the board. We all <laughs> felt the same way. Middle of the road for this show. Uh, yep. Let's uh, start with uh, Lance. How'd you feel about this week's episode of ReZero? Uh, I just breathe like a huge sigh of relief that we got the fuck out of the sanctuary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that was... Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, like, if you're stuck in, like, a... Uh, a re-zero oh, 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 let's no, no. play. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay that, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I was thinking more like, okay, you're stuck, like, in, like, Honolulu, and you're just breathing exhaust all day, and then you go back go over to Kauai and go up to Kokei and you just breathe like this fresh air for the first time in like years like that's how I felt getting the fuck out of the sanctuary for anyone that doesn't live in Hawaii the equivalent is if you live in California and then you just go anywhere fucking else outside of California <laughs> then it's the same process the same concept but uh, yeah continue um you know, actually, yeah, having our time remembering this episode, I just remember being really elated that we got out of the sanctuary. Nothing that much happened. Nothing they really did, right? They got out of the sanctuary. They see the the gut gut splitting woman and the gut slashing like, slasher Elsa. Yeah. And then we're like, all right, yeah. but this time, siblings were together, and they're like, "Are you done talking, boober babbering?" And then, <laughs> Bibber, right, that's, that's oh. what happened, right? And yeah, then, that was cute their interaction, but then I was also thinking, hey, you know, Elsa Elsa's like, like right behind, she's them. right there, dude. But I mean, that's very anime, right? We know that, like, yeah, bad guys love action. waiting, yeah. But um, like you guys are hitting the big points, and it's like totally understandable kind of thing. But to me, it's like, uh we're getting more questions right like this is this whole like dynamic with ram and roswell that like is very interesting to me just because like i don't truly know what ram is getting out of this like is it truly just physical attraction that she has to roswell that she like does everything that she does or was there something he's done for her to feel this way to feel like she has to fall like she's in love with him basically and she's trying to like get him to move past echidna kind of thing it's like uh, oh. i totally forgot that roswell was like kind of the reason like that her whole fucking village just got fucking up in flames so i was like oh shit that's right you're the reason they lost their parents it's like and like the reason she lost her horn so was like, that explained that uh before this episode that roswell <laughs> literally I, I, caused rem and rem yeah. to lose everything I don't think it was like outright said like it did in that episode, but I think they were dancing around the fact that like he he was like there like immediately, like way too quickly. So they were just kind of yeah. like hinting like it was way too convenient for him to be able to save those two, other than the fact that like he was targeting those two to, you know, save them and uh, you know, 
adopt him, I guess, or whatever. So, um, but yeah, he kind of outright said it, and it's just kind of like, like I, I like there's so many questions, like why, why them? Like out of all the people in the world that like, but you have a lot of power. You're like one of the strongest magicians in the world. So it's like, why two underage demon kin, kin uh, twin sisters that like, what made you think that they were like, uh, uh, needed in your life? It's like, is the book telling you that? Like, like I, I just have so many questions about that book and what yeah. it's been telling him over the years. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you guys are right. The biggest thing is, we're out of the mansion. Petra finally got some fucking screen time. Oh man, and, I'm so happy to see her. Uh, and yeah, that's yeah, that's about that's it. About nothing, it. <laughs> yeah, nothing else. I mean, like that's how it is. It feels like a lot of things happen in ReZero, but then like when you like when we analyze it every week, we're just like, oh shit, nothing really truly happened. Yeah, nothing really happened. We just got more questions. Yeah, uh, so. yeah. Okay, that actually was really important. That. Uh, with Ram and Roswell, <laughs> I just totally flaked on it because, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was just it was just so weird that all of a sudden we're having this subplot where Ram wants to free Roswell from like just being obsessed with Echidna because yeah. she just loves him so much, and then Roswell just I thought this was like the first time we heard about this, so I was just like even more taken aback, like, oh damn, like Roswell caused your you? life to be so shitty, like. Yeah. why why would he do this and puck came back oh and like, puck came back and i was like what yeah. the fuck so like the fact that like subaru had puck in his whatever crystal i, I don't remember that's like the same I crystal like Fedrica gave new. him or it looked new yeah so i was like okay one puck is back so then that means probably my prediction on the board is going to be incorrect and that really makes me mad two i knew it would be incorrect amelia was like looking for puck you know what i mean like she loves this little fat piece of shit so it's like the fact that you withheld him like i well, i'm assuming they'll give us the answer and i probably won't be happy with the answer why they withheld <laughs> puck uh, but the fact that you withheld him and not even like let amelia know that puck is like there like he didn't go far away he's just in this yeah. crystal now so it's like like, you feel like, what do you, you want ram like what whose side are you really on oh i'm thinking about subaru too i'm like what is your <laughs> plan dude because i don't get a I don't, I don't understand a single thing that you're doing that like will make this all better like he's literally just like throwing a dart blindfolded and like he's hitting bullseye every single time and i'm like what is your like method to your madness I, like i just don't understand like he's just doing whatever he likes and he's hitting the bullseye every single time like if i was in his shoes i would do things like the probably the correct way or the smart way and i would probably die like a hundred more times than he did like i just don't understand how lucky he can be uh, like yeah. it kind of yeah. pisses me off he sometimes been very lucky this this run that he's so, on right now exactly uh but yeah so but let's hope we get some more answers before the season's done and then uh, we'll look forward to season three when uh, they go back into the sanctuary and <laughs> watch Amelia go through her third trial, and then we'll be <laughs> oh, stuck God, there for yeah. the season. Oh, more trials about it. So, but, uh, uh, oh, one more thing I want to add for Garfield's hope. character. Um, Who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I didn't give a fuck about him before, but now I'm like, oh shit, he's, he's growing just, on he, you. No, 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 he's not. He, he's just Subaru again. <laughs> This fucker will just like 
look at the enemy and he'll just spout absolute chuny nonsense at them. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, with my defense that they bossed that the best oh offense is a good defense and I have the best defense and then I must be the best offense <laughs> and I'm like shut the fuck up <laughs> that is he, Subaru must have taught him on the no, way to like like that he just wrote work. him like a list of like sayings to use and he's one-liners like, yeah and then he's garfield's like okay so which one do i use in which situation and he's like just yeah, whatever just pick, pick whatever pick. yeah whatever feel whatever floats your boat bro it it's good it'll work so yeah so i, like, I, I like can imagine like on him you like yeah Garfield would come in. Yeah, Garfield would come in and be like, This town ain't big enough for the both of us. And then <laughs> the sister's like, What the fuck? I think I have to kill Is two people tonight. Running? You better yeah. let him out. <laughs> yeah, because he's suffocatic. So yeah, it's just like <sighs> Well, let's hope. It's like it's always hoping with this show, so uh okay. Uh, let's move on to fourth place. It uh, dropped down as well from third place last week. Uh, Dr. Stone, Stone Wars. Uh, looking at everyone's chart. Fourth place, Kai. Sixth place, Lance. And second place, me. So I guess I'll go first. I'm the high point man on this one. Um, I think I really just like this epi- episode because Ukiyo is like one of my favorite characters uh, in this show. And it's just very like it's it's good to see like his like i don't it's not even character development it's just like you're just revealing his character and showing that yeah. like he's truly a good guy and like he uh uh hates the fact that like i love the fact that he's like i'm a coward like as much as how strong he is and he's literally like a a, a pillar of leadership in the sukasa camp like he felt horrible that he couldn't do anything for all those uh fucking people and like i know like uh Yuzira, like like bullshittingly like putting back everyone's bodies is like like oh. when i was reading that i was like oh i know she's like the most sure. like handicraft person on there but like like that's like the fact that they were able to pick up every single piece like <laughs> taiji probably like dug for hours and hours looking for every piece of a statue to put together and then Yuzira like has to spend all night gluing it together it was like crazy but then i think about him like that's the whole point right is like that's taiju unlimited stamina right so he'll search for days looking for statue pieces and yuzira is like she sold those clothes in like what like a minute like she sold like 10 new outfits so it's just like her way of like being uh very handy uh is uh very prevalent too so it kind of like showcases their abilities in, in that did showcase her ability very well yeah um, I, I remember you were like what does yuzihara do but like they did all they ever said was that she was the handicap handicraft club so yeah to show how fast she can actually like craft stuff uh, with her hands yeah um yeah that's why uh that shows like this episode is just like really fun to watch like obviously again nothing truly happened like god the war does not ever want to start in this fucking uh season no, um, start like, now because now no one's gonna die which but, i mean we already knew that yeah but now like i think we got all the people in place the the plan is in place sukasa knows now uh that uh senku has basically infiltrated his camp so mm-hmm. uh all the pieces are in place so like this next like three episodes pretty much is gonna be like bang 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 uh wartime and then the the conclusion and then hopefully we'll get like season two part two or season three like later this year or next year and we can finally move on to the arc that i thought we were gonna go into so <laughs> uh yeah so but uh how about you lance you were sixth place uh 
what did you like or not like about this episode this week well it was just a establishing episode of uh ukyo's character i really like ukyo too i think he's great yeah. um he's a, I, I didn't expect him to be such a moral compass character i thought maybe he had like some kind of selfish motive like that he well i, I guess in a way it was selfish he he just cares too much yeah, yeah. um I didn't expect that. I think he's going to be a really powerful character in the group moving forward because we don't really have a character like just this. With this skill set. Yeah, he has a very unique skill set and he has a very unique personality, I feel like. It's, I mean, everyone's a good-hearted person, but Ukyo is like, he's like just a saint. Yeah. It seems like. Like him joining the like Marines or whatever. He was like, he's like the perfect yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, being to like encompass that job, right? Just like yeah he's good at his job but he also like he wants to save people like yeah, that little he loves to save people he he cares about when people are hurt yeah that little flashback of like the town like being like decimated and just like families that are crying spoke he, just, a lot. Like, yeah. he was like shit and i don't like this yeah yeah so uh yeah and you're right his skill set is very unique like he's like absurdly strong just the fact that he can hear from like so many like miles away it's just like pretty much like uh like they're building frankenstein a little bit like kohaku is like the eyes taiji is like the body yeah. uh ukiyo is the ears like they're, they're just getting like very like well trained people in different Again, uh, as a speaker yeah the yeah. pretty much psychological brain of the group so yeah. uh yeah so it's uh the science team is uh coming along pretty nicely so. <laughs> I, I did laugh when user was putting together the <laughs> the corpses so i was like okay what if like Tsukasa broke two dudes right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, she Frankenstein just... some dude, or maybe what if she misses like one little piece, and that piece was the corner of their heart. And yeah. then they revive them, and then he and then he hemorrhages inside his own body cavity and dies. Jesus Christ. How fucked up is I, that? I think that's like the like the way they get away with it is the fact that like the way they unpetrify themselves in from the stone part of the body is like different like i don't know if you remember like season one where like senku like died and then they like revived that little piece of the stone and then it kind of like revived like the part of his like spine to like get him back in action kind of thing so there's like these weird like medical properties with the stone uh portion shell that they have outside of them that like it kind of gets away with like user doesn't have to be 100 perfect she just needs to get it as close as possible with obviously like major organs uh intact kind of thing so um but yeah the, there's a special property with it that i guess you'll see it later once uh you know shit happens let us move on to the top three uh coming in third place uh mashuko tensei uh job is reincarnation uh, biggest jump this week along with Urasekai Picnic. It went from 6th place all the way to 3rd place. Uh, looking at everyone's votes, uh, pretty even across the board. Kai's 2nd place and me and Lance are at 4th place. Uh, so let's hit it with the high point, man. Kai, uh, Mr. Paul Hater himself. Uh, what was so good about this episode? Because this is the first like time... This. I knew you'd like this episode, Kai. First, because... first time you voted so high in a long time, so... <laughs> Wow. Wow. Is that the reason why, Lance? Huh? Well, no, I think it was no, good because... No, uh, no, no. Reason. It's because the Sundere arc is complete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why. Look, you earned it. You went through weeks of pain and now you dude, get... Yeah. 
And yeah. then now we got the, we uh, finally approached the Dere. The, the, yeah. the good part of the Tsundere. There's a lot of it took, it, it, took, it took long. But it, it was, uh, I guess you could say it was rewarding. Does it excuse the three episodes of soon? Mm, I think Does I think it, it was rewarding. That's to be seen. Does it excuse the underage sex that they were going to have in front of your eyes? Remember when Matt said he remembers a story about 10-year-olds fucking in a classroom? I think he just, like, read the manga or something of <laughs> the light novel of this show. Dude, the kid's fucking 10, dude. And he was just, like, ready, dude. The way the camera did a close-up onto his eyes. Oh, yeah, when he was like, I'm ready. Takes off shirt. I'm so ready. Let's do this. I'm 40 yeah. years old. I'm ready to oh go. Oh, my God. That freaking imagine spot like, of that. Yeah, it's kind of wild. It's just... They're pushing it. Yeah, for they were sure. pushing it, and then they don't. But that was the that's, that was the funny part, though the fact that they do that, and then his reaction towards it, and then the way the fact that it doesn't happen, and how he's like, we should apologize. But then she was nice enough, and she was like, you know what? Maybe in like five years, and then he was like, but wait, selfie. I had to save yeah. myself for selfie. <laughs> I was like, selfie, no, the whole time I'm watching it. Uh, how'd you guys like the uh, the new kiddos, like the 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 maids, uh, uh, little kid, and then oh, they're, uh, they're cute. Yeah, Zeta's little kid. Yeah, I like seeing the the characters age up and grow. I wish I could have said that for Rudy and like um, Eris, but. I didn't really see like that much. Yeah, you did have a problem design. with it. Yeah, but I guess like me. I guess like I don't know, like nine to twelve. Like I guess like other than no, like height, still look maybe. Seven. Yeah, I, I I understand the babies because literally is like you know from like a fetus to like actually like walking. Oh yeah, <laughs> child. So um, <laughs> I guess if I didn't see any difference there, like a, I'd be really bothered. Yeah, and they're still fucking fetuses. But the fact that like uh, Lilia's like. Uh, daughter was wearing like the same yeah, maid outfit she looked like a mini version of her like a mini me and she was like cleaning uh -huh. the table it was like oh i forgot how sweet the kids are and then you get oh, little, little three-year-olds cleaning no, yeah <laughs> little, yeah funny. fucking <laughs> unpaid child labor so um how'd you guys uh feel about the the cliffhanger what'd you guys think uh it's happening the whole like explosion and uh that enveloped into the light you when said they, it best. When they introduced the lolly girl, I was like, you know, because it just oh. shows like there's close ups of her face and shit, right? And I thought I totally she was going to be her. like, I thought she was going to be like marching with an army of like dark <laughs> minions or something. And then the camera cuts around and it just hurts. Just marching her la, way. La, just la, in the la, desert. La, la, la. And I'm like, what? Where the fuck are what you? What is you? this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this <laughs> that, yeah. any like predictions or anything that you guys like theory wise like no could happen from this light because all they did was just like sh they like just a roll call of every single i assume every single antagonist that uh we're gonna have in this series and then i was like okay i don't know anything about them but that's good to know their face for like 10 episodes in the future when they finally do show up but um <laughs> Uh, I mean, you said it best, Peter. It's just it's Shield Hero now. Like, 
there's something in the sky and here comes the monsters or uh, here comes like the conflict just raining the, down on us the wave yeah so yeah. um I, i'm very excited this is basically like the, the kid gloves are off kind of thing and now we're like really getting into like the meat of the story we're finally getting a lot of conflict because it's kind of like everyday life situations for rudy yeah. kind of like just living life but now it's like we're finally getting into like the meat of like actual conflict and uh uh yeah i'm excited for this like next arc of the series like it has been kind of like uh enjoying like a slice of life anime but i think we're finally gonna get into like the fantasy the action like you guys are getting little bits of it you already see like uh um eris like the way she fights against uh christine right like the the way she moves and stuff like that the animation Gulane. <laughs> Galane, whatever um the the action is there you know like the animation is ready to like rock and roll in terms of like fighting sequences and i think uh you guys will be excited to see some of the fights uh that's oh, yeah. coming up so the fights are slick um the little practice match she had with uh eris and Galane. yeah eris looks really uh slick in in the way they're even like uh Grisling, like the way she fought that guy off at the end of the episode was like pretty cool that's yeah pretty cool. so oh one more thing i want to note though was um it was really quick. Um, Philip, it's a lot going on with this guy. Um, yeah. he, he was just like with uh, Rudy in the after party. And I'm not talking about making his 12-year-old sleep with his 10-year-old. I'm talking about him <laughs> going, hey, Rudy, you had fun today, right? And Rudy was like, yeah, yeah, it was great. He was like, hmm, we really should adopt you. That'd be fun, wouldn't you think? Rude's like, yeah, that'd be that'd be funny. And Philip's like, yeah, because you know, I want to do a coup against my dad. And uh, I could put you as the figurehead and I could fucking kill my dad. Rudy <laughs> was like, you know. Uh-huh. Just just girl things. Just this girl like, things, you know. Just girl just talk whatever. between you and me, Rudy. Yeah. And Rudy's like, uh-huh. And Philip's like, hmm, that's a shame. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, I'm Philip? 10. <laughs> you're, 10. You're talking to a 10 year old dude. But I get like, again, I think it really shows with this, this, like this world is like this setting is like the age of like maturity is so much younger. Like these kids are already expected to do so much at a young age. And like, if you're not anywhere close to being like a fucking, like borderline genius you're pretty much going to be poor for the rest of your life so it's kind of like you know how like when we were like turning 18 and like oh it's like are we going to go to college are we going to like get a job like it was like such a big pivotal moment in our lives to like either set us into a path of prosperity or a path of uh a poorness like rudy's going through the same thing he's just fucking 10 so like when i was 10 i was just playing pokemon ruby and like crying that uh, my pokemon died like a little bitch all right yeah. moving on to number two <laughs> on our list <laughs> uh so second place uh it was also second place last week as well skate the infinity uh looking at the board uh whoa big difference uh kai is at sixth place and me and lance are at first place uh so we hit with low point man uh kai you hit sixth place uh what didn't you like about the episode? It was an okay episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like it was about Ricky, just you know, not feel, not feeling, not feeling his best, and it's it just overall. Uh, 
sad episode. Okay. So sad it deserved bottom. It was such a, it was such a sad episode. It's a sad episode. That the epic that... tournament was just depressing me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. Like, it had its good moments, but, you know, Reiki's, like, sadness, like, over. Reiki's sadness only took up two it. minutes of the episode. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I also expected the, 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 the butler dude to be in the race, and then he was, and uh, yeah, that was, that was good. But I guess I guess it's a sixth place episode for me. Yeah. Uh, okay. Go ahead, Lance. <laughs> well, no, no, in fact, uh, actually you go, Peter, because I think that you deserve to um, have your standing ovation for just predicting the entire fucking episode last week (laughs) go watch our past episode and then you will see how peter literally snuck into fucking uh wait sorry this one's mappa uh Uh, oh no sorry this one's oh i forget the studio uh bones yeah studio bones yeah uh he just snuck into studio bones's uh office stole the script for last (laughs) for this episode and just completely revealed it last week because you called every single point. Yep. Uh, see, you almost got it, but I actually stuck in, snuck into Studio Bones to slide in my script, <laughs> script and took out their script, and then you they did the episode. the future. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever say those words to me ever again. I hate those words now. Fuck Reza. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, before I like jump in, uh, I'm going to, I have a correct on the prediction board. It was pretty easy prediction though. Um, but I did guess that the butler man or the secretary Tadashi, uh, he was going to be, uh, a new skater in the tournament and, uh, yeah, he's good. So of course he's good. Um, so yeah, so that's a point for me and, uh, I hope I get many more points in the future, but, uh, yeah, so pretty easy to see. Like, I guess I watched too many sports anime to so really like, it's just easy to understand like everything that's going on like Reki's on that path to becoming a support character even though he wanted to be a main character but he realizes that he has his shortcomings right he's not as good of a skater as he thought he was um but uh his his best friend is gonna need him i noticed that like longa i think it was during the joe fight when he was fighting joe uh, yeah. someone tried to attack Longa and then like it kind of like they fucked up his uh his wheels a little bit on his skateboard and I feel like that's going to be prevalent Reki's already at the tournament for these like uh the the top eight so like he's going to come in a clutch he's going to fix it um and uh really like help out uh Longa in the long run so there's that that's another prediction I'll probably have right later down the road <laughs> um <clears throat> but yeah so I think the only thing I didn't really truly predict is like how the matches are going to be. I really thought Shadow was going to lose first round. Um, like he did lose first round in the qualifying matches because I, I was like, of course, yeah. has to be fucking Skater X that comes in and Tadashi just fucking <laughs> destroys him. But uh, to hit for him to get like a like a gimme in the top eight in the in the in the quarterfinals, and he gave they had him match with Harry. Whoever the fuck Harry is. Hey, I fucking loved Harry, man. I've been I've been here since day one. Bullshit. So that should have been like Recky's spot if Recky wasn't being such a little yeah. pushback. So the fact that they put Harry in there is just like Harry. But you know what? Give it the shadow. He wins one. 
His little like fucking manager. It. His manager is gonna somehow show up to S. Like she's like, I need to use the car to deliver something, and like she's delivering flowers to like Adam or some bullshit. Because Adam's like, I want a bouquet of roses for my, uh, my butt buddy Longa. And then like she comes in with a bu- bunch of roses. She's like, she's like, you you look familiar. And then Shadow is like trying to hide. It's like, it's like it. Shadow is that? Well, this not his name. Is that Shadow? But <laughs> whatever, whatever his like regular name is. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, they'd be like, is, it, it, is that you? And then he's going to be like, oh, shit. It's like, she's like, wow, you look so Gene Simmons. <laughs> you don't I mean. Kinda, <laughs> he's yeah, got just yeah. like a normal name. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I, I like it. Like, I kind of, I kind of want a piece of that, that Gene Simmons. And then, yeah, so they fall in love. And then, was it Mia? Mia's probably going to fight Cherry. I would uh, think in the next round maybe cherry yeah i have a feeling adam and tadashi i I thought they were going to go semi-finals but it looks like him and tadashi are going to go against each other I would in be a quarter to get it out yeah they get it out of the way already exactly yeah. and uh, i'm kind of more curious on it too like what what tadashi like what like he's been thinking about like these past 15 years because he literally was like skating with adam and then he literally like fucking broke his leg falling off the cliff going at like 90 miles per hour on that mountain so like there's a lot of thought process to be like were you training the whole time how long has your leg been broken like does this cherry and joe like would they ever find out is you like i'm more curious on the like the friendship they had in high school because uh mm. it's yeah, really interesting, interesting to see like where the falling out is um <laughs> fucking picture of him uh but yeah <laughs> best so boy. uh other than that though great episode like i i say it time and time again this is what sport climbing girls should have been like the the sport climbing girls had the pieces it just just couldn't polish it and capitalize it and it just really like disappoints me like for seasonal sports animes this is your this is the standard now uh skate is like pretty much setting the standard to like what's good you got a good great character great cast of characters you got like very simple plot of character development and just animation is bonkers like absolutely bonkers so uh studio bones did a great job with animation and i hate that like people don't know about this anime and it's like 17th place in a lot of people's like ranking boards like it doesn't even crack top 10 because no one even knows about it and i will make it my goddamn mission for people to know about this anime to watch it and enjoy it oh oh, okay i just double checked the episode yeah that wasn't tadashi in the the opening flashback with uh adam i think Uh, it was uh i think it was his one of his early pet projects like longa uh, yeah, that's what yeah, I was thinking probably. Yeah. yeah, nah, he, he's got a different hair color. Um, uh, damn. So, well, but, I'm uh, wrong for something. Yeah, still though. Um, <clears throat> yeah, because he was like pretty much like that That scene looked like he was like trying to figure out how S would be created. He's like looking for the playground. Yeah, he was to, already like inspired or mm-hmm. getting yeah. to that mindset of thinking of S. But uh, I did like how like I did, I like Tadashi was dressed up as like uh, uh, that like the the cap guy that i saw in the opening like they always had like a small like two second like shot of this like guy in a like a like a baseball cap and a jacket just standing and watching i'm like who are you old man 
I want to know, but he wasn't an old man. He was just uh, Tadashi. So it's pretty interesting. Uh, anything else for Skate? Nah, we good? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, we are finally at the top of this board. Uh, you guys pretty much know what it is. It has been first place for many, many weeks. I think this is third or fourth week in a row that has been first place. Yeah, this is going to like go down as one of the best animes uh, for this year. Uh, Hori Mia. And looking at everyone's votes. Uh, wow. Uh, first, second, third. Kai, Lance, and then myself. Uh, so uh, let's hit it with High Point Man Kai. Uh, our uh, rom-com aficionado. <laughs> Uh, Excuse to me. Get to get. <laughs> Are you jealous? Something <laughs> <laughs> about what you just said was wrong. <laughs> but let's hear it. Kai's pretty much a rom com master at this point. Let's hear uh, his deep You're dive right. into Horimiya's episode. <laughs> Lance is just like, I will fuck you later Bruh. after the show. <laughs> I like how the episode opened up with Pink Ranger talking about Red Ranger. <laughs> But, um, you know, it was an introduction about, it, it was an introduction because, like, you know, we don't really know what Pink Ranger is all about, right? And then, you know, she she explains that history between her and the Red Ranger. And it's really sweet, you know, how, like, because I mean, we know that the Red Ranger guy was, like, like, actually dog shit pawn person because, like... Hori is just like using him like a fucking slipper rag thing. And, slipper you know, rag. Yeah, slipper rag thing. And Pink Ranger's is like, this oh, your no. rom com connoisseur? <laughs> Peter? <laughs> I'm 1000% stressed right now. Like, so, you, you know, no Pink idea. Ranger is like, oh no, this is poor rag. You know, you're you're not a bad rag. You're a nice rag. And I was like, oh, that's sweet, right? And then there's um the 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 blind dude, funny guy, man. I think he's pretty funny. But at the same Being time, at the end, how he was like, no, I wasn't interested in Hori. I was interested in you. And then that's like a big doki doki moments, don't you think? <laughs> right, doki doki. Right, right. Is this, this is your girl, rom com sir. This is girl this thinks king? about this this purple ranger. Like half is hot for this purple ranger, but then this bishi bishi male pink ranger is like kabedons this girl, and then he's like, wait a second, wait a second, and the episode ends, and I'm like, what? You can't do this to the rom com connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that is all the time that we have for today's episode guys <laughs> alright can the real rom-com connoisseur please stand up yes go I ahead can and give your analysis yeah it was okay yeah alright I swear to God, if you start saying Pink Ranger, I will literally punch you to that fucking screen. <laughs> yeah, I same. swear to God, you guys so stop anyways, saying Purple that Ranger, shit. Um, yeah, he was kind of an interesting uh, character this episode. Um, he was put in a really... Uh, Toru. He was put in a really... Um, I feel like he's one of my favorite characters just because they always put him in funny situations. 
like yeah. super just awkward situations where everyone knows something but he doesn't in this case um uh poor yuki or, or rather i don't know yuki's really cute uh just the way that she has to have her actual crush pretend to be her boyfriend but then you know she likes dudes who have flaws apparently because as soon as she learned yanagi's blind or not blind but he has really bad vision she's just a little interested in him even though she turned him down at first i think there's like a lot of intrigue in just how human these characters are because yeah you can make mistakes like that um where you're like nah i don't want to fall for this dude he's it's not my type or maybe in this case her, her mindset is actually um pretty realistic this dude is too pretty for me i can't date him <laughs> he looks way too good for me but then she saw like you know the flaws in his character and she just thought this guy's maybe more human than i gave him credit for so i i really like the stories they tell as far as like how attraction works and how like romance like evolves between characters and I did yep. not think Yanagi would be an important character. I thought they, we would not see him again. But then he just kept coming back. I was like, oh, is this guy important? Yeah. I think, like, the biggest thing to take away from it is, like, uh, it kind of showcases Yuki's, uh, like, mentality, right? Like, she doesn't yeah. think she's pretty. She has all these insecurities about herself. The fact that, like, and like you said it, like, oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't date, a, uh, like, a really pretty boy kind of thing it's like other than like i think the fact that like one i think she's actually just attracted to toru and just like yeah i guess I like the so more too. down the earth kind of feel that she would like to have but it's also just speaking like i'm next to one i'm like best friends with one of the prettiest girls in school like pretty much like the prima donna of our of our grade so like her her sense of like self-awareness of like how she is and her standing is really low so it's like uh to have Yanagi like come in not to truly like woo her and like get her like to fall in love with him but to kind of like get her to face her insecurities a little bit and just realizes like yeah you know what like you do have certain qualities about you that is great to have and that like you like is deserved to be looked at and to be loved about and kind of thing so I think that's why Yuki has like that I don't want to say like she's like 100% attracted to Yanagi. I think she's attracted to his his words. You know, yeah. like the she said the right words like that she's always wanted to hear kind of thing. It's like, "Oh, yeah, I pick you over your other hot friend." kind of thing. So, um and that really helps her self-esteem in that kind of way. And uh yeah, you guys are definitely going to see more Yanagi. Um I think uh like you know, you guys hear me say this like week in a week out like Horimiya is such a great beginning right and i think we're starting to finally see like that that like fire kind of like going out a little bit like we kind of hit like an apex right with last week where uh hori and miyamura like you know they made love they yeah. did birds and the bees they, <laughs> they did the bingo bongo yeah they rubbed belly buns against each other so like yeah. they made um, the positive and withdrawal yeah <laughs> yeah so uh so we kind of like all that's out and now now it's kind of like like i said before tonikaku kawaii right it's just kind of very wholesome moments you still will get character development here and there but like uh yeah what 
just gonna like ride it out enjoy these characters while they last and then uh, never see them again so <laughs> so uh it's i'm hard pressed to see there's a season two like it's gotta be like a very high demand on it i get why there would be a high demand but like like there's nothing too plot driven to make me believe a season two is gonna happen so but i mean hormia is ending next month so maybe the hype of the manga ending will push for a season two because you know how it is when an artist is done or dead then like everyone's just finally starts caring about the work so um maybe that will push for a season two and then we can definitely see these characters again uh that'd be great uh because i'm thoroughly enjoying uh, the anime version uh of this beloved rom-com uh in my heart so oh one uh, more thing uh yeah. i like hori and miyamura's little bit um that was super funny hori's like a uh, very like weird masochist her weird like attraction side. to like like really she wants aggressive to get yeah, yeah and mean boys <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's an m i don't know if that maybe kyosuke has some kind of influence on just being like this really like rough dude but well well is that about him being i guess so i don't know i to me it's always been like soft boy that's for sure kyosuke yeah i think it's to me it's always like hori's like one of those ones where just like she's always the dominant one and i think she like would like to be like on the other side for once right it's kind of like one of those things where like you it's like oh is the grass greener on the other side like that looks like fun to do like because she's always the one being the fuck out of people right because she's she's obviously the cinderay right like she beats the fuck out of kyosuke literally every moment he walks into the room yeah. she's being the fuck out of him so like <laughs> to be the aggressor every single time i think like in in a weird way i know it's sound it's weird to say but like she wants to be pampered and you know obviously being pampered as and she wants to be called a little bitch uh and like yeah probably get like choked out and stuff like that <laughs> but it's like it's like being in a dominant role it's like a lot of responsibilities where like when you're in the submissive role you're kind of giving the responsibilities to the dominant person so i think it's kind of one of those things where like she's tired of always having to take charge and that's why uh she hopes miyamura can get to that point probably never will with the way he is um but you see with shindo right like he beats the fuck out of his friend all the time so like she's she sees the 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 sliver of hope that she's uh, like, that, that could be me tr- that can transfer over <laughs> yeah that's that's the funny part like yeah you'll definitely see more of that kind of shit so yeah that was just really funny that she has that side of her yeah that's my favorite that's actually my favorite like trait about hori is the fact that like she she looks for violence not to cause it but to like to uh to accept it and like to have it happen to her kind of thing so uh uh-huh. definitely not the first time and definitely won't be the last time for hori uh in the story so thank you uh marriage psychologist peter <laughs> that's what i'm here for <laughs> rom rom-com king with his uh phd in professor <laughs> phd in rom-com uhism so yeah. <laughs> uh all minor right. in women's studies all right anything else uh the, for the anime we talked about this week or anything else you guys want to say no we're good all right I think we're good well that is all the time that we have for today's episode guys uh thank you very much for watching uh please like comment subscribe share 
tell your friends by post or by you know text just let them know we are here to call stay. your grandma tell her watch our podcast please like anyone that you think uh likes anime uh tell them about us call your we- ex tell them that you love our podcast okay well anyone you can don't go that far <laughs> uh, but let them know like we're pretty much uh we're pretty much here to stay and if you need your anime fix uh discussions you know that's what we're here for um and uh make sure you check out the youtube channel uh re-zero playthrough is finishing uh this week i believe the episodes will come out like coinciding with each other yeah. so like we're finally done so we can move on to something else and then uh yeah just look out for more stuff from us um and uh we will have some new stuff coming very soon so uh any last words guys before we go whole week to prepare you don't have to do anything else just figure out what the fuck you want to say at the end of the goddamn episode i said everything i wanted to say i said so much they probably want me to shut up by now <laughs> see matt would have said something like like oh god he is he oh is god, dead oh <laughs> stop bringing up the dead <laughs> all right guys same same time same place <laughs> bye bye Thank you.